quote Thanos from the Infinity War trailer. Fun isn't something one considers when nerding out, but this <laughs> does put a smile on my face. <laughs> Yep. Hello. Welcome to Nerd Is that the real quote? Oh, no. <laughs> Did they really mention Nerd I was <laughs> like, what? Good job, Sandro. I think Sandro's taken some liberty with the dialogue. <laughs> uh, my name's Sandro Felcher. Joining me as always, Jen Spears. Hello. Rob Lloyd. Hi, hi, hi. Hello. Greetings. We're back. We're we back. are back and within the space of, you know... About a week. A fortnight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, less than a fortnight. Sure. So we're actually... Keeping up our almost weekly, uh, almost weekly, um, yeah, we'll ten days. Yeah, ten, ten days. Ten days is usually pretty standard. Mm. So yeah, that's yeah. good. Well good done, job. us. Good job, team. We weren't sure what we were going to do today, mm. but uh, we have decided we're all going to talk about some STDs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. But it's no longer called STDs. It's actually no, STIs. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that means it doesn't yeah. work anymore. But uh, Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> Uh, actually, Sandro, it's no longer called an STD. It's more of an STI. So that joke is uh, no longer humorously relevant within today's uh, you know, sexually progressive society. Thanks, Rob. That was a very good impression of an old man. <laughs> it's not that much of an impression. <laughs> oh, dear. We've all watched all nine episodes of Star Trek, and we'll talk about it. Yes. Yeah, I crammed the last couple... In the last couple of days to yeah. get it out. Yeah, um, I binged it as well. I'm looking forward to it's hearing. Bingeable. What you, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think of it and uh, where we go in our exploration of discovery and yeah. what... discovery of discovery, if oh. you will. Uh, we've also got a bunch of news, of course, including the biggest trailer ever to get released. But first, we must uh, ask the question that has been asked since the dawn of time. <laughs> Ah, uh, remember the what days question of, could it be? of cavemen getting together, putting rocks to their ears, and talking about some obscure artwork on the walls <laughs> that only a select few people would like, who were shunned by the rest of the cavemen <laughs> and women. Rob's in a really silly mood tonight. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't noticed already, he's in an impression mood. So I'm getting so close to the end of term. And see I'm, where this is going. Yeah, at least like 10 weeks straight of teaching, which I haven't done for six months because I've been on leave. And I had my first audition today in like all year because I'm freelance Congrats. at the moment. Thank you. So the actual casting agency got in touch with me last night and said, want to come in for an audition? And I looked at it and he had me down for a 50s plus plumber. Oh my god, please tell me you nailed it. And I I walked in and went, all right, I'm doing this. Actually. And I walked in and the woman uh, who called me in went, um... Do we have you down for the plumber? I said, you did. And they went, do you want to go for the father? want to go for the dad? So, <laughs> no, I just worked out my bum crack. I worked out my perfect. bum crack. I had to pull my pants back up. So That's yes, embarrassing. I've, I've just come from that. And auditions, you know, just... You're wired. Destroy your soul. Yeah. So it's good to come in here and talk about stuff that actually uplifts my soul. So, Sandro, what question were you going to ask us? <laughs> oh. What have you been consuming lately? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, I feed off of this kind of energy, so yeah, now yeah, yeah. I'm just in a silly mood too. That's good. That's good. That's good. Fantastic. Well, you've had a you've had a cranky day, so this yeah. is your way to to snap that out and sure. get back into the fun times. We'll see. See how it goes. Oh, okay. No, you're all good. Love <laughs> you both. Okay, let's find out. Who's going first? Who's consuming lately? You didn't say who. Who's been consuming who's, lately? Who's who's con- uh, <laughs> what have you been consuming <laughs> lately? Really. Jen? Yay! (laughs) Jen? Jen, I'll go. I've been consuming. Um, I've had a very uh, 
non-nerdy is the way I'd put it, um, week in terms of TV and, and, and visual stuff. So I've been watching the new season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which oh, I don't really consider overly nerdy, but you know what? We talked about Parks and Rec, so. yeah. um, but I'm not going to talk about that. So okay. <laughs> watching, um, <laughs> so smashing out some new Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I love. I know you don't like Andy Samberg, Rob, but I love him and he, he's hilarious. Um, and I've been watching the cricket because the Ashes is on. Woo, go Australia. We're beating the Poms. And the, another <laughs> slightly boring test. Oh, mate, whatever. <laughs> I love it and I will consume it with all of my it heart. It got interesting for a little bit, it like did. when Australia was like four for... Fourth and uh, fifty or something like that. One, yeah, good. Yeah, and then it just went blanderhoo. Yeah. Anyway, just woo. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They hit the ball and then they caught it and then it was a wicket. Wicket means you're out. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And and almost went for five days, which was what a test should go for. So um, yeah, I've been watching some cricket. I've been watching some football. My team won this week. Was awesome. Um, I went and saw Sia last week. The closest thing to a religious experience I've ever had. How was she live? Um, I very uh. Uh, she's divided a lot of people because her mm-hmm. performance she is as we know and she's been doing it for the last three years this tour so I don't know why people were surprised she wears the wig she stands at the back of the stage and she sings yeah. she interacts once or twice with the dancers um, but what happened was spoilers if you're going to see her um, see her <laughs> elsewhere um, what happens on stage is, is on screen however what happens on screen is actually pre-recorded so she has Maddie, uh, her dancer that's in a lot of things. Um, Kristen Wiig shows up, um, the chick that's in Girls, and... Um, Dunham. No, she's in Transparent as well. Okay. She plays um, Dark Hair. Anyway, she was great. So they, there's features of these celebrities, and you're like, they're not here, surely. So the way that it's filmed is um, what's happening on stage is perfectly in sync with what they've already pre-filmed. Right. So that in itself is a feat. Of, um, like, just like a two-hour show or an hour show? Uh, hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, that all happened, and, and as it went on, you kind of they give you more obvious hints that it's not what's yeah. actually happening on stage because mm. it's filmed too beautifully to be filmed live. And where was this at? Uh, Amy Park. Amy Park. Mm. So um, the dancing was amazing. The singing was amazing. Presumably it was actually her on stage. We assume so. <laughs> and at the very end, she did a bit of a nod to... Um, like anyone could be her kind of thing. You yeah. see backstage and you go into the dressing room and she's getting her makeup done. Then the makeup artist turns around and it's actually Sia out of her wig and hair tied up and she just like cackles at the at the screen and then it goes blank. So it's <laughs> that idea of like, maybe it wasn't me on stage this yeah. whole time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But um, so in that sense, people have been like, oh, I paid all this oh, I paid all this money. This is my impression. <laughs> to see her and she didn't even talk to the audience. She didn't even say, what's up, Melbourne? I'm like, she'd never say what's up, Melbourne. Yeah, anyway. who does? But anyway, so... For me, it was... And I'm just yelling into the microphone. <laughs> Very excited. Sorry, Sandra. Did she do any of the Christmas songs? No. This is her... Um, most of the songs were off her last two albums. Right. So I uh, can't think of the names right now, but this is acting and the one before that. So the Christmas album... This, this She's been touring this for since the last album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same songs. Amy Park as a, as a venue is kind of shit for music, isn't it? Just don't like arena shows in general. Yeah, mm. neither. But this kind of lended it. The way they did it was very clever. It was just yeah. a big production with dancing. It was yeah. awesome. So anyway, um, yeah, that was right. religious experience for me. I cried for most of it. <laughs> but what I've actually been assuming, so to make up for all the non-nerdy week, I've been reading probably the nerdiest author, Terry Pratchett. Hey! Oh, so I haven't read a lot of Pratchett. And what I have, I've loved. I got into it quite late. So I've been re- working my way through Discworld and I just read Mort. Ah, the classic. Everyone, yep, The yep. first mm-hmm. death book. So we are introduced to death um, and he takes on a, a human apprentice. Um, and this human apprentice uh, is tasked to go and collect someone that's about to die. He decides he loves this person and doesn't want them to die, so he saves her life. And that 
in doing so upsets history and time and space and the universe and everything goes crazy and he tries to fix it, makes it worse, etc, etc. Um, oh, most what? people listening will have read Pratchett so they know how funny he is and just the way he milks a joke and just some of the lines that Death says just are not only funny but also just really poignant yeah. and really like, you're like, huh, there is no justice, there's just me. And yeah, it's like, yeah. mm. wow. And Death, just, I want to meet this Death, not too soon, but... <laughs> he just seems like a cool dude. Well, it's like like Gaiman's version of Death. Oh, beautiful Death in Sandman. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Sandman, she's yeah. just absolutely incredible. She's yeah. a oh, friend. Yeah. Mm. She's a friend that has a chat with you and takes you to somewhere that's you know mm. yeah. to look I'm after sure. you. So, um, yeah. so I, yep. I demolished that in a few few sits. So Mort is what number? It's very uh, that's very early on in the Discworld series. Yeah, well, it's the first Death book. That's the so first Death book. The first, yeah, and the next like one is book Soul, Soul Music. Four or five. Yeah, I yeah. um I started out with, uh, years ago. I went, oh, I'll start from the start. So I read Color of Magic, and it was fine. But everyone's like, it's not very good. Rah, rah, rah. And then I'm I, I said, okay, well, give me your favorites. So I started reading my friends' favorites. So I read uh, Fifth Elephant and <laughs> uh, Carpe Juglum and uh, Weird Sisters. So like one of each kind of. There's one set in Australia as well. Watch and yeah, it's got a great cover out for that at the moment at Dimmix. Um, and I hadn't read any of the Death ones, so um, Mort, and then I've got Soul Music as well. Um, but I'm currently reading Good Omens. Good Rereading Omens. Good Omens. Oh, yeah. So we are getting a TV show next we year. We are with Mr. Tennant, Mr. Um, Mr. Sheen, Sheen who I saw in Edinburgh. And kind of news doesn't have to be part of the news. Um, John Hamm has been, has been cast mm. as Gabrielle the <laughs> Angel. So anyway, I uh, made up for my lack of nerdy watching with some nerdy reading. Ah. Fantastic. Um, I give Mort two thumbs up because it was fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Pratchett's amazing. Smiled the whole way through. Yeah, Pratchett mm. was the last last reader who I openly laughed. Oh, I'm laughing out loud. Yeah. I don't, Gaiman I do occasionally in a different sort of way. Mm. But like, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll laugh and be like, to my partner, I'll be like, just read out the line. Be like, you need to appreciate this line too. He's like, I've read it. I know. I'm like, no, but it's funny. Let me read it out again. How far into um, Omens are you? Uh, I've read it before, but yeah. I'm uh, about two thirds of the way through. Maybe you can tell me because this is the last point I laughed harder than I have just in any way, shape, or form from reading. There's a moment in Good Omens where the the nuns of the devil, the Chattering or, Order, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they mix up. The babies. The babies, and that's the that's like the premise of the plot. Yeah, yeah but yeah, there's yeah. one point when they get to that, like the first scene that they arrive at the hospital, their their conversation is just, or their realization is, yeah. made me laugh out loud so much, and I'm scared to go back and read it because I. Want, oh no, I it is still as funny as yeah. it was when I first read it. And there's a line where, um, Crowley, who's the Crowley Crowley, the demon. Something happens and he he blesses under his breath. <laughs> Crowley blessed under his breath. And I was like, that's funny. And there's a scene where he's with the angel and he's eating angel cakes and and Aziraphale is eating uh, deviled eggs. Deviled eggs, yeah. <laughs> so just little Beautiful. things like that where you're like, that's hilarious. And you tell someone, and they kind of go, yeah, like, yeah, got to read it. I, I hope that Tennant doesn't overplay it. I really because Tennant can be good if he's directed well. Yeah, and he could he could do really well with uh, with Crowley if he's yeah. just. You know, if he doesn't overplay it, yeah, mm. so but yeah, something we might look at next year when it's out. I'm looking yeah. forward. We'll to see. It, yeah. We'll see how that turns out. So yeah, that's what I've been consuming. Beautiful. Who'd like to go next? What have you been consuming, Rob? I have been uh, uh, catching up on some of the uh, DC animated universe um, uh, films, and particularly, I've been getting a little bit excited uh, about uh, the Teen Titans. I used to, you know, like them when I was a kid, and they've been releasing. 
a new wave of animation uh, things about them. I used to watch the animated series from about, oh God, 10 years ago with the different alternative um, um, Japanese lyrics and like, stuff like that. Uh, Young Justice was kind of Teen Titans. Yeah, this was before Young so Justice. So before Young... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that one. That was kind of cool. Like, you know, mm. and, and it was um, Tim Drake's Robin and he played it kind of like Batman. It was really cool. Um, and then they did another Teen Titans one, which was even more cutesy, and I didn't even watch that. But they've done uh, Teen Titans versus Justice League, and they've just released this year uh, Teen Titans Judas Contract, which is absolutely amazing. I bought, I, I went out and actually bought the original comic book, mm, cool. and it's just a you know brilliant realization of the characters, and and, um, and goes into detail about um, you know, especially I love Tim, uh, I love. Uh, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson's like a great character and I love how that he's been explored and sort of like stepping out of his Robin shadow, assuming the role of Nightwing and yeah. going from his so tacky late 80s uh, <laughs> light blue, dark blue and gold big collared sequence to... Love it. To, yeah, to the you know the more reserved copy version now. And there's been great versions of him in the animated films like in Under the Red Hood and stuff like that. But mm. this is just where he's front and centre in a leadership role, one of the more senior members of the Justice League looking after these young people coming through and dealing with the deception of uh, one of their Justice League members because of uh, Deathstroke and I'm not a big fan of Deathstroke but in with the Teen Titans he's always done very well even with the original series so yes um, Judas Contract is an iconic Justice um, uh, Teen Titans comic book series and it's been turned into this uh, short film it's one of the better ones it's probably in my top five of the uh, DC Universe animated films so I've been watching that it's great and yeah, I give that two thumbs up. Nice, fantastic. What about you, Sandra? What have you been consuming? Um, well, like Jen, I went to see her. Um, I went it for the support acts, though. I didn't actually go to okay. see her because I'm a massive Charlie XCX fan and Moo and Amy Shark. I've seen her a couple of times. She's pretty. Is good. it pronounced Moo? She changes like, it every single Mo, interview. Mo, the cool um, girl. Can't yeah, keep up. well, she was doing an, an interview in Melbourne the other day and introduced herself as Mo. But okay. I've got a friend whose ringtone is an interview of her going, my name is Moo. She's fucking <laughs> with so her. She's, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. And that was fun. Yeah. Uh, saw Lord. It's also really good. What did you think of, so did you stay for Sia? Oh, yeah. What did you um, think of that? Yeah. Because she I'm, can do no wrong in my I'm mind. I'm just not a big fan of Sia in general. Okay, that's Because it does kind of feel like it's just songs that she wrote and other artists said no to. That's all her albums for me. One of her albums is actually... Yeah. Her most recent I think one is. That's her new one. Did she write Titanium? Yes. That's she her performed song. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. We, but that was she originally that? written for Rihanna, but then. Right. Which so I thought was Rihanna when I first heard it. Yeah, um, I thought it was too. Uh, this is acting album was all songs that she wrote that were rejected. Right. And she put them in an album. It's a number one album. Like, it's like, fuck yeah. you guys. I mean, that's just pop. Um, <laughs> what I did notice at the concert is how easily pleased we are. Because in Titanium, in the last line, she, when she sang I Am Titanium, she sang I Am Australian. Oh my god! Did the crowd go off to the point where the one moment she spoke in the whole show, you couldn't hear you it? Couldn't I think hear she said it. like, "Thank you, I'm so happy to be here." Mm. And I was like, "Everyone, just shut up!" Like, she, okay, we know she's Australian. Like, every time, yeah, what's up, Australia? I love Australia. Oh, oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. easily pleased, especially yeah. Australians, because every time we have international guests, and we still do it now, people come over. Do you like Australia? Do you she like? Not here? international. She's no, yeah, she's from, <laughs> from Adelaide. <laughs> even with international, people, yeah, yeah. Like when We're Chris just Hemsworth, so we love a mention. We love a mention. Oh, yeah. when Chris Hemsworth moved back. Here and he's like, oh, yeah, I want to raise my kids here. And people go, oh, really? You like us? You're staying here, <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised that you didn't like it because you're not a big fan. I think you, t- 
to, to see a concert that's done in that kind of way and it's purely yeah. just the music. Oh, yeah. I mean, you probably appreciated the dancing and all that sort of thing, like the yeah. production of it. But, yeah, I'm like a big-time seer obsessionist. Obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> obsessionist. Yeah. Obsessionist. So, yeah, I think fair. it's also that it was an arena show. I yeah. mean, Lord was arena as well, but... Just something about Lord's personality. You she just does fill the space. Feel like you're just hanging out with her. And Lord was at, at um, Rod Labor Arena. That was Rod Labor. Rod Labor's better. Rod Labor's so much better. Um, than Amy. Amy. I find yeah, I prefer a roof. I think I prefer a roof. I do yeah. prefer a roof. It was raining. All oh, right. Um, I got the cover, but it was raining. Yeah, Amy's sound system's really bad. True. Yeah, kind yeah. of need that. Whereas, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rod Laver really pushes it hard mm. to be great. I saw, Look at us talking about music. I know. I, I mean, I haven't been to a big concert in ages. Like there was one time where I got to see like uh, Green Day. Cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of, just yeah. before they went over the rails, like they they went over the rails and they came back off on the rails and then went over the rails again. This uh, this was um, a 21st century breakdown tour, which was kind of cool. Okay. Um, that was all right, but I saw Gorillas when they came out cool. for Plastic oh. Beach tour. Jesus Christ! I've seen Gorillas, but I saw um, Damon Albarn. Oh, but yeah, that was. Was that with the holograms, or was that after they did the? Holograms no, that was after. Or? Yeah, the holograms they did for a little bit, and they went nah. And then yeah. basically, this was when. And then they did uh, Demon Days. Alban did it at Manchester, where he was sort of like all silhouette, and you could have like you know, there was he's puppets a weirdo, up there. I love like him. He's yeah, he's great. Um, but then uh, he then it got to the point where he just went. Oh yeah, fuck it. Really? Just, and so when Plastic Beach came out, it was him. It was De La Soul. It was Bobby Womack. It was um, guys from the uh, the Clash. The only the only guys still alive. Mm. And they just were out front, and he just sang the songs. Okay, and there was, that's like, cool. All the artwork was up the back. Yeah, that's nice. Um, and that was incredible. Like De La Soul were uh, uh, pre-show entertainment, and mm. there's you've never seen a whiter audience. <laughs> trying to be as black as the most awesome black guys on stage where they go, we're raising our hands like we have no particular cares. Oh, mate. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, what else, Sandro? So, yeah, I've, aside from that, been watching a bunch of things. Still Punisher. It's really episodic. It's really episode by episode. Oh, right. Okay, so there's um, no real arc? There is an arc, but it's... Played down? It's more like uh, the the first season of Daredevil in which... Each episode has one objective, yeah, yeah. and then it's over, um, which I think is a good thing. I don't think these Netflix shows are necessarily made to be binged, aside from probably Jessica Jones, in which it worked for. Then Daredevil 2 was weird, because there was so much, and there was never any space to breathe, and if you didn't watch it all at once, you would yeah, miss so much. It's really weird, because I adored season two of Daredevil, but then when I was watching um, Defenders, and they were showing clips back to season two, and I went, oh yeah, they did do all that stuff that was unnecessary. We li- like we live in a binge society, like yeah. people binge, but not everybody binges. I think yeah. Netflix has just kind of like cashed in on the binge. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. Cashed um, in on the binge. But yeah, Punisher isn't actually that bingeable. Um, but okay. it's really good. It's yeah. really good. It's all the performances are great. Um, it takes a while for the government side of things to kick off because mm. there's like the, the homeland security and there's a big conspiracy because it's Marvel Netflix. Of course there is. <laughs> um, Am I right? And that takes a little while to kick off. But yeah, I'm loving everything it's doing. Um, it's also kind of anti-violence as well, which is good. Which is what I was hoping it would go for. Well, um, yeah, you, you kind of have to. You have the, to. The trailer was pushed so hardcore of, like, they're going, am I going to want to buy all the guns after this? So, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I've, I've watched episode one. The <laughs> first episode is brutal after that. It really levels out. Episode out. one is so you, brutal. It's like, if you can handle episode one, you're sweet. Yeah, yeah, and they're going, I know. But that's, and that's 
another thing that Netflix does. They they are very top heavy in the first episode. Mm. They put everything in the first episode, like they did with Glow. They put all the nudity and all the sex in the first episode, and then they went, "Okay, we've got your attention. Now let's actually introduce you to character and story and yeah. arc." They uh, hook you in though. They, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll be watching the first episode of Punisher tonight. I think. Yeah. Okay. And I've some. had a cranky day. I may as well finish it with killing you some will, you bitches. Will, you will, after a cranky so day, this is a word. great way to finish it off. Killing some mm. baddies. Killing some baddies. Yeah, all the baddies. Yeah. 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 Punisher's got a very clear line. He only takes out really bad He's Dexter, or... but really bad. Blah. Really blah. <laughs> really, really brutal. Blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I, I think my only negative is the soundtrack is country music, and I don't hey, like now. that. There's... What kind of country music are we talking, though? West... I will are we come talking out... country, or are we talking western? Well, you've seen the first... We have ep- both cats. Yes. <laughs> well, you've seen the first episode. Yeah. There's one song during an action sequence that I did not care for. <laughs> okay, so I need to... But I'm, all the I'll others I really it, like. Because I'm like old school country. I don't want this, you know, the nah, new country Nah, it's new. Crap. It's either cash. It's new. Oh, that's fine. It's yeah, it's new school country. Oh, yeah. okay. But there's also like some acoustic stuff which I really like. So we're talking like Keith Urban kind of country, oh, modern, but not yeah, as poppy. Modern but... country is so weird. Mm. I, yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't like it. No. Even even Garth Brooks is kind of like a superstar and one of the nicest guys. You kind of go Whoa. Troy Cassadaly. Troy, Troy, he's Aussie, Aussie country though. What a deep cut that oh, is. Oh well, that's okay. <laughs> I'll let you know when I watch it whether it's good country or not. Okay, okay good, yeah. good, good, good. What about Lee Kerrigan? <laughs> no, not Lee Kerrigan. What was it? Lee Kernigan. <laughs> Lee Kerrigan. Right. Lee Kerrigan's from the Slim castle, Dusty. Rob. Slim Dusty will live forever. Yeah. In my mind. I don't think he even died. I used to have a No, he hasn't, Slim but Dusty he's like I think he's cryogenically frozen. Very good. <laughs> Wait, come back he, and stop the apocalypse. Anyway. We'll well, the, while the four horsemen that. are coming coming in, they'll release oh, the Slim Dusty. Four horsemen in good omens. Slim Dusty will come <laughs> out and go, you'd love to have a beer with Duncan. And they'll go, oh, all right then. They go to the pub, but there's no beer. Oh, and then the raptor begins. <laughs> It's uh, comedy okay. gold. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I still give it two thumbs up. I'm going to aim to finish it by next episode. Two I've thumbs up. Put everything we were, to the side. We were not iffy about Punisher. it when we looked at the trailer, but we were like, I think we just... Um, it was just the time it came out. Open-minded. It was the time it came out is its biggest issue. Yeah. Mm. They um, have delayed it. Is there, does he yeah. punish a lot of people? This, the action sequences are pretty Does he bend anyone between. over his knee and give him a smack on the bum? <laughs> That's a different kind of punishment. That's a different... Yeah, I think. You oh, we're be. not watching the. Oh, whoops! Oh, you got to pay for an hour. Netflix, for that. what? Flick. <laughs> 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 uh, of course. No! Let's move on to the news. Yes, can we please move on to the news? <laughs> All right. Uh, there's okay. a there's a big thing that's happened. The internet has exploded. <laughs> the biggest news. Is that your own music? We are, of course, talking about the release of. Avengers Infinity War trailer. Oh, so now this came out right before I was about to go on air. (laughs) And I honestly couldn't, like, I just couldn't concentrate. I was just like, this is one of the best things I've seen. I think uh, I've got a lot of respect for Marvel for dropping it, like, two and a half or three weeks after Justice League came out. They went, you know what? We could be absolute absolute assholes and drop it <laughs> just before yeah. or around about that first and they said you know what no let's give you that's nice give you give you a little I, head start I, I yeah i'm 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 interpreting it as them being nice and sportsmen as opposed to them being arrogant and going okay babies yeah, you have a couple of weeks <laughs> you have a couple of weeks then you're getting mm. near us um <laughs> but yeah it has dropped and pretty much everyone stopped their shit and just watched it <sighs> 
All right. So where where do we where do we begin? Um, all right. So <laughs> where do we begin to discuss? I'm just going to let the two boys um, just nerd out a little bit because they're just you literally both just turn to each other and we're like, where do we start? <laughs> no, it's great. I love watching it. So. Um, Makes me excited to see you excited. So yeah, uh, there's uh, very brawl and heavy as we as we were expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of Thanos actually speaking. He's yeah. uh, Saul's helmet. Yeah. So he's gone. Yes. What do you think of that? His, so the whole story is he's got the Infinity Stone. So yeah. he has um, outgrown his armor. Is yes. The, like the pants ex- stay on, of course. The explanation for the it. The pants I forgot to say on, and they turn purple. Mm. Oh no, that's Hulk. Um, but his I don't like. Yeah, his head. Is very memeable. Yes, um, very memeable and very CGIable. Yes, very he looks. Uh, I think someone changed the color tone of Thanos, and he looked very Homer Simpson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially, he's got like the goatee lines here. Oh, it looked good. like the um, very pink. That we see a lot of the original lineup. There's a lot of Tony Stark. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, Captain America. There's I a. Sn- Oh, there's not as much as you'd think, but mm. there is a bit. Yeah. But it's mainly focusing on our, you know, phase one, phase two mm. people. So giving the impression that the people whose contracts are coming up, huh. yeah, we're going to be a, a little, uh, a lot of um, Doctor Strange, a lot of bit, bit lot, Doctor Strange, a lot of um, uh, Black Panther. Yep, yep. Which we haven't even seen uh, the his solo film yet. So mm. I'm really interested to see. Whether and like where that ends, yeah. and where this because they're coming out pretty. Yeah, timeline's going to be interesting. Each other as well. Yeah, well, yeah. Black Panther's February. Yeah, and, and then this is um, March, April, and then you know, uh, two months later we get Infinity War. Yeah, so it's big. Um, uh, we see a lot of, as you said, the original lineup. Mm-hmm. We also see quite a few, uh, quite a few of the villains. Loki is back, and it does spoilers for Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> uh, skip to. The end of our trailer discussion, if you want. <laughs> um, but he has taken the Tesseract, and he is going to give it It looks like he is giving Thanos, it to Thanos. Which means Loki, Loki. is going to die. You think? Ooh. Because Thanos is going to go, nah, you failed me. And he's going to punch him so hard he goes into the sun or something, because that's what Thanos does now. Loki can't die ever. Hill- well, we haven't heard much about Hiddleston's Is Hiddleston's contract up as well? I'm pretty mm. sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure. That would be Stop. cool. It'll have to be a cool death too. Yeah, that's going to be. Well, they could bring him back in the next Avengers film, and he could be a Kree because the next Avengers film is almost definitely going to be Secret War. That you have um, been pushing that hardcore. It's got to is... be Secret War. There's nothing else I can do. <laughs> but... I hope it's not just so I can rub it in Sunder's face. <laughs> that's the main thing. We're well, gonna... was it Thunder Secret <laughs> War? Not Secret War? No, it's not. It's not Secret War. <laughs> Wish you'd been a bit more secret with it's your public predictions. War. Actually, <laughs> it's public war. They're doing they're doing a civil war too. Mm. Um, um, but we do see uh, Loki. We see the outsiders. I want to say their name are um, the group of like four people who follow yes. Thanos. No, the Black Order. That Black that's Order, right? Uh, with their various um, very exciting. We see alien um, looks. We yeah. see Vision in more of a, a Paul Bettany form mm-hmm. than ever before. Yeah, it seems uh, like he's, he's in a bit of a romance with Natasha Romanoff. Romance. Yes, and then we see, of course, oh, not with Natasha. I think it's with um, oh, not with Natasha. <laughs> no, that's that's the big one we're all waiting for. <laughs> no, Natasha no, no. and um and Bruce Banner getting uh with Scarlet Witch. Scarlet yep. Witch. Um, and of course we see the moment where oh, gee, who would have thought that the stone inside Vision's head is going to be taken out? Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, um, notable exceptions, uh, 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 exclusions. There's no um, 
um, Hawkeye. Don't see much Hawkeye. No. Oh, yeah. We don't he see... He was in the publicity shots, though. And he's got a fancy new haircut, which a lot of people <laughs> do not like. <laughs> anyway. Um, no Wasp and Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they... Maybe they're in it. We just can't see Ant-Man. Because <laughs> it's too small. Well, she can shrink, too. Yeah. 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 Um, and not until the very end, we see the Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the leaked trailer did show that, again, spoilers for Thor... Uh, that he does get attacked by Thanos' ship. Um, Thanos obviously punches the Hulk down to Earth, but he punches Thor right into the Guardian's ship. Yeah. Because <laughs> Thanos' punches can just... He's a you good end up anywhere. So does that mean Thanos is d- destroys all the Asgardians? Well, that's the thing. Because well, there is... Not, that makes no, Ragnarok that... uh, completely pointless. True. <laughs> it's kind, yeah. yeah, that's like that's like Alien 3. It that's is. like um, a Battle for Endor. Mm. That's like you've gone... We've gone through oh, all come this. come on. <laughs> come on. You're going to kill off everything that we've invested in. Yeah. Well, there is that scene where Thanos, like the quote I did at the start, in that area where he's just walking through just a bunch of bodies. Yeah. And the rumour is that that is some of, if not all of, the no! Asgardians. Whoa! I very much doubt they're going to kill them What's all. What's his face sacrifice his life for them? I doubt they're going to get rid of them all, but I think there's going to be... Okay. Yeah, there's going to be a heavy toll. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so lame if they do that. That's the lamest of lames. Those people's contracts can be renewed. Yeah. <laughs> just extras. I yeah. just want to know what happens to Cork. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, boo. So, uh, we don't see much Bucky, actually. Yeah, you see one shot of Bucky, but he is mm-hmm. out. He's got a new arm. He's out of cryogen. Yeah, uh, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the most uh, uh, reused screenshot that people have been using <laughs> as their cover, cover. <laughs> yeah. and as oh, as it is with it. about a hundred of my friends on Facebook, mm-hmm. is the shot running through Wakanda. It is assumed of yeah. where you've got Cap, you've got uh, Black Panther, you've got um, Hulk, Falcon, Iron Patriot. Um, I think. Black Widow's there as well, and a yep. bucket load of work. Oh, and um, Black Black Panther's um, head uh, security, mm-hmm. and a bucket load, a bucket load of Wakandans running towards some alien douchebags. Yes, which leads into my next point. It's just another faceless army to mm. so get bashed up. But it's the Russo brothers, so I think they're going to do it well. But I don't know what it is after Justice League. Even I was sick of it after the first Avengers film. Just this giant CGI army. Of aliens, yeah. except these ones are really well designed to give them the opportunity like. to do some cool moves. Yeah, people have been saying it looks very Lord of the Ringsy. It does, yeah. Just like with Justice League, yeah, there's Lord you know of the Ringsy flashback. Everyone's gone, but it's that's become the the uh, the yardstick now. Everyone goes any big epic battle scene. Oh, it's just Lord of the Rings. Yeah, mm. because we saw they, so many of them. Benchmark that. Yeah, and mm. looking at that photo, it does seem like uh, Iron Man, Spider Man. Um, and a bunch of others are going to be doing space stuff, which is cool. Because why aren't they on Wakanda? They're probably they're probably going to be in space. It is going to be uh, split over c- cool. certain areas, so you're yeah. going to see all the um, Avengers working together. There was one of my f- favorite moments from the trailer is we finally get to see the Spidey senses tingle. Mm. Yes, that was beautiful. That was cool. Yeah, the, the hairs on Peter Parker's mm-hmm. uh, arm just going boing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound. Shaboing coffee. No, no, no. So that was really exciting, and you do see uh, Peter Parker in the Iron Iron Spider costume. Yeah, that scene into the bit. Yeah, so looks pretty cool. I hope it doesn't stick around for the entire film. Um, but he's going to need to be protected. That I think he does I mean, get hit for space stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think once he's back, I would like to see that suit. 
kind of go away after he's back from all the space adventures. And we see Thanos. Put your space suit away, Spider-Man. <laughs> space suit away. We see uh, Put Thanos. Put your indoor clothes on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we see Thanos uh, laying hurt onto so many Avengers. We see mm. him laying. So there's a lot of, yeah. We also see a Hulkbuster as well. Hulkbuster's there, yeah. And, again, there's a whole lot of rumours, but the rumour is uh, it's not actually Tony Stark inside it. It <gasps> is Pepper Potts. Hey. And she dies. Oh, Sancho's just <laughs> fucking predicting so many deaths. Everyone is predicting. I, I think after Civil War, they've got to add some stakes. And I think some people... Some, oh, stakes. I thought you said I sex. I had sex too. Yeah, I had sex Sandra, as well. Really? Sandra. Okay. Uh, I mean, He's been watching Punisher. You can add, yeah. <laughs> what happens? Um, oh, get a little bit of death with a Stop sledgehammer. It. Uh, but yeah, I think that they've got to get rid of some characters. Yeah, oh, they, uh, well, them on t- oh we are aware there's going to be a lot of yeah. characters going. And I think Pepper Potts is the one that will really affect Tony and probably bring him back to reality after all the crazy That's stuff he's been point. doing at the moment. Um, yeah. So I'm on board with that. It'll be sad, but at the same time, Quentin really Paltrow, though the way you said it, it did not seem sad. I'm just gonna die. In that, it will be sad when it happens, yeah. but I will be glad that it happens to move the series forward. Yeah. Now, sure. the biggest um, contentious issue, the everyone is talking about this, is causing a lot of controversy. It's ripping families apart. Relationships <laughs> are going to counselling. <laughs> Caps in the beard. Captain America in a beard. Thoughts. No Discuss. I like it. I can't look past. That's how beautiful. What's that? I just I can't look past how beautiful it is. I can't make any comment about character or like how it. It like, is a beautiful beard. It's beautiful. It is. It's good. It is. It is a well manicured beard, and I wouldn't expect it, any less from Steve I Rogers. I find beards yeah. mean mean they're like they're struggling more. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's darker. It's in film, in film, I've got a beard. In film, in fi- in film, <laughs> in film, there is never a, yeah, a well adjusted person in a beard. But looking at that beard, it's very well manicured. Yes. So, in, not only is he brooding, but he's like standing by the mirror, and you know. I, th- I think that's. I think there's more Marvel going. We can't have him in the no, scraggly beard. He's Captain not. America. <laughs> he's the perfect human being. His beard comes out. It, it comes up in uh, STD actually. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I had a moment of that. Um, because he's not hiding out with anyone, is he? Not that we know. We don't know where he's hiding. He's sort of like dropped off Bucky, and yeah. then he's gone off the at radar. At the barber shop. Hey. Mm. And uh, and Black Widow also has a new hairstyle. A beard. <laughs> It looks very weird, isn't it? Sorry. I, I, I don't mind it. As long as she's not trying to be I mean, an Asian character in a, no, fa- in a failed remake of a classic. Um, um, one thing, uh, in that final scene with the Avengers, Groot is teenage Groot. They're going to be mm-hmm. s- sticking with teenage, not going full age okay. yet. I'm okay with that. I'm yeah, okay same. with that. I'm interested. Cool. I don't like full age Groot. I like, um, you know, baby Groot Groot's is my favorite. boring. Yeah. What's oh, he wasn't in the video game. Kind of boring. He boring. wasn't in the video game that I played. The review currently up. <laughs> Check it out if you can. It's on our Facebook. Um, but yeah, I like that, and and that also means that um, they're moving in almost real time because Guardians Two yep. took place in 2014. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's been about uh, four-ish years, five years. Um, in between that and and this one, now there are rumors so, going around that like Pratt's contracts up, so like they're going to kill off Star Lord. Wow, do you reckon that's going to happen? What do you reckon, Sandra? You're the death predictor. Yeah, you- <laughs> let's go to the Death Sayer. Star Lord can, um, well, because they're going to do Nova, they can just bring Nova in to replace Star Lord. No, young Nova. Um, I don't really know or care to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, we've gone off Pratt, haven't we? Guardians. No, well, I liked him in just two. You. I just don't 
there's nothing else I can do with his character. You're right, actually. He's had his father thing. So let's it's kill him off. <laughs> to make a change. Yeah, I don't know. You're Just right. Sit. What yeah. else can they really do with him? And we'll talk about it more in the next piece of news that we have. Um, but uh, they're hoping to do a lot of cosmic stuff. And, you know, I, I think freeing up the Guardians is probably a good way to start. Yeah. Cleaning house. Bring in, uh, bring back the old, the original Guardians lineup. Yeah, exactly. Well, because they have greenlit Volume Three, haven't they? Yeah, oh, Volume Three is definitely happening, and James Gunn's starting it. So, because you don't want to get rid of Peter Quill, no. for Volume Three, you want him in that because he is the leader. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how they're going to go. About you don't it. want a, an, a movie where it's like the leader dies and they all have to, you know, find a way to no. go on. That no. boring. No, no, no. no. He's we, got the charisma. Gonna stick around. Come on, yeah, Fat Pratt. Bring back the Fat Pratt. I reckon. <laughs> Peter Quill just eats a lot. Just eat a lot. <laughs> I drink a lot of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, great trailer. Yeah. And did what it had to do. It, it was a. Li- we got a little bit more than a teaser. Mm-hmm. So we got a little bit more. It was a full. I think but it was not a full too much, trailer. which I hate. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll move on to the to the next bit of news, yes. which is also Marvel themed. Yes. Kevin Feige has announced that Avengers Four will be the first for superhero films. It'll be a finale. It's going to wrap up everything That's that has good. happened. In phase um, one, two, and three. Uh, yeah. And Ooh. then leading on to phase four, he has announced that there are going to be 20 films currently in development. They don't, they're not going to do phases, but it's... 20. It is very much going to be the films before Avengers 4 and the films after. So it's it is kind of going to be two phases. But it's also 20 films. It's all, yeah. It's a lot of films. And they're saying a lot of them are going to be new characters or new takes okay. on characters or new lo- locations. They're really pushing for the cosmic stuff, yeah. uh, is what Feige said. And I think this relates to another headline, but I think they're because they are so confident. They know exactly what they're doing. They're just holding out for the Fox deal to come oh, through. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they will get everything. Once that right. happens. Once that Fox deal goes through, and it will go through, they will get all the X-Men, all the, all the uh, uh, Deadpool... So presumably, so presumably, like single character films, like focusing on a single story, or um, like just kind of st- still trying to keep it in the timeline. But I think the yeah. big one that they really want back is um, uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, sure. They oh, want to do as we were Fantastic Four. Week. Yeah, to open up all 60s. the weird stuff yeah. as well. Um, I I know we're going to get a bunch of Spider-Man films. I know Venom's coming out next year. That is set in the MCU but it's not going to interact with anything. Yeah, I'm kind of annoyed by that. I'm not excited Yeah, I'm not really on board with it but I'm we'll see how it goes. At all. Uh, we are getting Homecoming 2 is what they're saying cool. and I'm sure that, to- that Holland's contract has got a bunch of films. The, the, new, st- the new stars of the next phase is uh, Holland is signed up for five. Yep. Um, uh, I think Cumberbatch was signed up for seven, yeah, so he's he's, in, he's apparently going to be the next the new Tony Stark who's yeah, going to be seeing this through, guiding this through. Um, I don't know if Brie Larson has signed on for that many. I think we'll have to wait for Captain. I hope she does because um, she's fantastic. Yeah, uh, I hope that she signs on for more. And yeah, like I said, there's probably going to be a Nova film. Um, there's a, like just with Spider-Man alone, there's a lot of weird cosmic Spider-Man yeah. storylines and like side mm. Lots to work with. Yeah, yeah like Sp- Spider Gwen. I'd love to see a Spider Gwen movie. <laughs> so I guess when you think thing. about it that way, twenty films isn't, is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, how many have we seen so far? Uh, we're almost up to twenty. Yeah. Mm. So, so, and that is ten years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're probably going to push out three a year. F- um, after Avengers, 4. and they have been very earthbound. They have been very yeah. close knit. Yeah. Very gentle in easing us into this and so especially with Guardians 
Thor Ragnarok and with Captain, uh, sorry, uh, Doctor Strange, they've been going, let's ease you into this more weird, batshit, mm. crazy stuff, which is, um, yeah. which yeah. you need to go. You can't, but having the stuff like uh, Spider Man to bring it back as well might be interesting. Bring it back yeah. home, you would say. Home. Bye. Mm. <laughs> what do you think of this? Um, ca- characters like Captain America being uh, the mantle of Captain America being taken up by another character like a Falcon is one that a lot of people are saying Bucky. Uh, I'm more leaning towards Falcon personally. Well, because Bucky was the first one to take over it. Yeah, but Bucky's boring. No, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I love Bucky. Come on, the comic book Buffy's good. I, I'm, I'm not a hundred. I think Civil War. Helped. Civil War definitely helped, especially. <laughs> but my favorite moment is when they're sitting in the car and they watch Captain America make out for the first time. <laughs> yeah. And he, he looks at them and they both go, mm-hmm. <laughs> both of them. Yeah, they hate each other, but they love Cap. Um, that bromance. Yeah. That bro, uh, menage bro mm. is uh, oh, God. my favorite thing. Yeah, I just made up a new disgusting term. Um, yeah. Like, but what do we want to see? Well, Anthony Mackie will definitely do it. He's sticking there for the long yeah, haul. And um, I would like to see Bucky take the mantle for a little bit. But, yeah. um, I just realized, if the Fox deal does go through, we're going to be able to get a Scarlet Witch meets her dad, Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Film. That's cool. Or what if they actually brought back... Um, <laughs> if they brought back... Uh, the guy who played Kick-Ass, Aaron Johnson, <laughs> they could have both both uh, Quicksilvers go up against each other. I am not against... I, and Deadpool is uh, is oh. the referee. <laughs> <laughs> While he's just painting. Just a little, got a little cheeky bush over here. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, let's dab, dab. move on to that. As you mentioned, the Fox and Disney deal looks like it might, it might happen. We should know next week. Well, yeah, Star be- Wars and that announcement in one week. What the oh, hell? Huh? What's going on? I'm dead. So, yeah, the only thing I'm really focusing on is uh, Fantastic Four because yep. I'm, the You're idea... You're obsessed and I'm I really, love it. I'm really obsessed. With, I love the idea of them going full 60s because yeah. mm. Marvel has been so um, so obvious with their avoiding absence it, yeah. of uh, avoiding that whole decade. And, and the Fantastic Four's awesome. And it's yeah. meant to be. It was such of the space race era. And it I would... did love the original, the first film. Really? With Jorn Griffin? When did that come out? That came out 2006. Okay, so oh, I around was... Around that. that. Earlier than that? Yeah, I think it was like 2005. Because that was one of the first okay. films I saw in the cinema. Wow. So okay. I was like 15. So like, give me a fucking break. Well, that yeah. makes me feel young. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Give me a fucking break. It was fun. Like, it was fun. But then I, I watched it and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, you go, ooh. I haven't even oh. seen the... Uh, no, I haven't the seen the Reen yeah. re- one. The Reen one? <laughs> Fuck. No, no, no. You should. It's one that... it Let's was on. It um, together, Rob. It was on... It, I, it was on like Seven Mate or something a couple of weeks ago. Mate. And it was... It's such a weird film. Like, knowing what happened backstage just makes it... Oh, God. It's so good. I just want to see the full 60s thing. They've got the Fantastic Four Tower. They've, yep. got, a, they've got a pool up the top. Really mm. cheesy. Reed has got to have the pipe, and he's got to have yeah. the, you know, the, the grey on the, the gray side, Bernie type thing. Yeah, let's uh, go save the world. Shall we? Be great. Yeah. 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 Sue Storm in the, in the classic 60s design hair, and she's going to be so independently mm. awesome. And... Um, what do you think? Because you know, with Fantastic Four, it's pretty easy to, to, to just do a new slate. Mm. Uh, with X Men, they have, and we've talked about this before. Do you think they're just going to recast yeah. everything aside from Deadpool? Obviously, because he's pretty easy to bring across. Look, uh, yeah, I think they're just going to 
start fresh. It seems like they're doing the Dark Phoenix film to carry on this new breed of heroes who came from Apocalypse, but Apocalypse didn't do that well. Yeah, but the characters, like, all the performances were pretty the good. The performances were great, but the, the but story was just... I do want to see that continue. The story was just pants. But I think, because <laughs> especially with X-Men, there are just so many... Their own version of the multiverse, really. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have the multiverse, but you've got so many incarnations, and they've never really tried to do, you know, blend it all together mm. so I think they will just start fresh and go this is ours and of course Deadpool will carry on because he is outside of that he's yeah. had yeah. so much meta comics about how he you know is related to it he is a figure that can just blend through all the different incarnations yeah. what do you think they're, they're going to do with contracts because I know that Jennifer Lawrence is signed on for three more films Really? Does she? I thought she um, was done because they're planning to do. Well, she was done, and then the they must have offered her a lot of money. Cause but she's is, back. is it just her, or did they get McAvoy? And I think Fassbender? McAvoy oh. is in. I'm f- almost certain Fassbender's out um, after yeah. Dark Phoenix. He w- yeah, but he was out in Apocalypse. I was yeah. really disappointed. He did so um, good in the first two. Just and to give you guys a heads up, I'm not a big X Men fan. Not a big X Men. Sorry, man. Okay. Okay. No, okay. I just never got into it. I found it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, well, what, that's just my little. Well, what two could cents. Marvel do to make you a fan then? I, it's not up to Marvel. It's up to me to watch it. <laughs> it's up to me to just like consume everything because I think once it got away from the old school kind of movies and like getting independent movies for certain characters yeah. and things. I don't know. I just I think it's cool, but I'm not. I'm not uh, like inspired to like yeah. consume every every. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm more. Incarnation. I'm, I'm orbiting around it because yeah. there's so much to it. I just go little bits here and there. Like yeah. I started reading it when the the classic run done by Jim Lee and uh, I think it was Claremont in the uh, late '90s, mid '90s when the TV series, animated mm-hmm. series, came out as well. Oh yeah. But if they do, if they do come over, I think they'll reboot it and do the same thing. They'll mine that '60s era, so they'll do yeah, Fantastic Four there. They'll do the original lineup with the bright blue, bright yellow mm-hmm. original. Um, so good. Yeah, I think yeah. if if it was a if it was start a fresh clean slate, I'd be. In, but every time they bring out a new film and it's like carrying on from something else or it's mm. referencing something else, and I'm just like, but I haven't seen the rest, and I get overwhelmed. So a fresh slate would be cool. Yeah, yeah. and '60s would definitely get me in. And I think definitely. that'll be good for. Because Marvel have been quite, you've been seeing them push out the boundaries, but they're there going, you know, be prepared to have a complete mix up. Mm. Yeah. Good, they've done the same format for ten years. Now you've got the audience, really mess with it, yeah. really mess with this structure, fuck around with it, so you don't have to be so tied down. Which we were hoping DC would do. That DC would look at marvel and do the exact opposite, and they go, you know what? Let's hire really solid writers and directors to do their own vision of it and then they kind of backed away with both um, uh, Suicide Squad <laughs> and with uh, Justice me. League but they've done it with Wonder Woman Wonder Woman they said no we're not going to trust in somebody else let's trust in this new person Patty Jenkins to power it through mm. they've given a lot of trust and control to um, uh, James Wan for Aquaman so if they if Marvel do that hand over more to the writers, directors, as opposed to Feige being so in control, yeah, yeah. Um, they can they can they can afford to do that. And it seemed they did a bit of that with uh, Taika. Taika was very mm. much let's just mess with this. Yeah, had a new feel. Yeah. 
Taika Waititi doing a Deadpool movie. <laughs> That's something I want It'd to be see. too pure. It'd be yeah. too pure and yeah. wholesome. Yeah, it wouldn't definitely. be crass enough, I don't think. No, I don't no, think he can I be crass. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he'd... he'd, he'd uh, he, He's not dirty enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, um, Tiger, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> We've got one more bit of Marvel news, and then we'll move on to DC. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp has been officially uh, named the first comic book romantic comedy. Which I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I knew that was going to come. Come on, you've yeah, got you've got Paul Rudd, the, Paul Rudd, the the veteran of rom coms and oh, I guess he's done some good ones. Yeah. He has. Oh, I didn't say he did good ones. He's been in some romantic comedies. Yeah. But this is what you know. This is you know. This is what Ant Man is. Ant Man is I little guess stories, light hearted and light hearted and small yeah. stories. We have, <laughs> yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> Pun completely intended. What we loved about the first one is just how little it was, how small a story it was. Just yeah, yeah you're Just right. trying to get a suit unassuming. out of yeah. He doesn't do well on you know. It's going to be interesting to see him in the Infinity Wars large scale. Uh, mm. Section, but this is about a family. This is about reconnecting. This is about you know, especially if rumors are true with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character. This is them exploring the quantum realm and how to control that. And so that little work is going to have massive ramifications. But seeing Rudd and um, uh, Evangeline Lily, yeah, Evangeline yeah. Lily's character, and I'm so glad she's got rid of that haircut from the first one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just so yeah. To see their relationship flourish because they had a good chemistry, but they weren't really given the the space because she was being all "look at my tude," and um, and Kevin Rudd and Kevin Rudd, uh, Paul, Paul Rudd going "look at my six pack for my one shot." Yeah. Oh well, I think you sold me there, Rob. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Mm. You sold that quite well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested <sighs> in it. I think the, my only issue is they are going to be moving away from the type of comedy that made the first Ant-Man good and made it stand out. They're going to be going more towards a bit more cliche type yeah. comedy. Well, um, I mean, what Penton Reed was good at, you know, he took what he was given with the Edgar Wright script and the Joe Joe Wright script as well. So I think it's going to be good to see Penton with his own yeah. story because the influence he brought in, like the music and some of the visual stylings, was very different because Edgar Wright has an incredible cinematic vision mm. and so to have Penton not you know he is not as prolific in his vision of cinema as Edgar Wright is but he held his own and so it's going to be good for him to not be tied down by an, an other script him and Paul Rudd uh, and Paul Rudd's brought his own crew in to continue doing this whole script to see that power through I think will be you know very refreshing for him as a director to finally you know fully break out and he's got michael uh, panay back and he's mm, just true. a comic genius he will be incredible in that film and that mm. will power through if he brings back the 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 motley crew of wombats i think they'll be great as well i think rob's been paid to, yeah, I, think uh, so. to talk I wish <laughs> i wish and you should you do a good job i can't i can't believe how much i'm betraying my dc roots right here yeah so. well you know they betrayed you so they have so betrayed <laughs> <laughs> Well, the how, branches have betrayed your roots. But have they? Go Moving on, on to DC. <laughs> uh, this thing kind of came out of nowhere. They've cast a lot of the leads in the upcoming standalone TV show Titans, based on Teen Titans. And we've got a picture of Brendan Thwaites as a Dick Grayson. Now, is he better an Aussie, known is he an Aussie kid? I don't know. Um, I haven't kid. seen him in anything before. Titans, kids. Oh, if he's been in something, I'll know. I am so good with faces. Brenton... Oh, he was um he was the new lead in the latest Pirates of the Caribbean film. Which yes, was terrible Ew. in every single way. But Thwaites? I didn't see was it. Thwaites? Brendan Thwaites. 
He was in Gods of Egypt. Not a good, not a good, <laughs> not a good track record. This not is... a really not a good track record. Come on, Whiffy. Blue Lagoon: The Awakening. Jesus Ew. Christ. That okay, this is his. Uh, this is his. Re- what? He is Australian. Yeah, he is Australian. Cool. This is his redemption. Oh, he was in Oculus, which is pretty good. Um, I'm still loading, so yeah. <laughs> can't even get a pick. He looks good. Apparently, what they're doing is they're going to be doing first season is Robin, second season he's Nightwing. Oh, so, really? Uh, oh, that's really cool. That. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Oh, yeah. And they've also cast. Star Sapphire. Oh, they've, they've, they've cast well. everyone. They've cast yeah, Star, Star Sapphire. They've cast. they've cast Beast Boy. Yeah, Beast Boy. That's going to be fun. Beast Boy. Look, can I just say, because I was talking about, I read uh, Judas Contract, the original comic book which came out in the 80s. In that one, Beast Boy is very rapey. Like, yeah, he's very, very he's rapey. He's like, he's even like that in the cartoon. Not in the, well, not in the one that, no, in the. Um, more in uh, the, 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 in Young Justice, I mean. Right, okay. If he's no, in, in Young, if from memory he's in Young Justice. Yeah, in the, bit, in the one from the early noughties, he was, you know, really, you know, really cool and kind of a goofball. But they play him beautifully in, um, uh, Judas Contract, the, the animated one. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's tone down on the 80s interpretation of, uh, of Beast Boy, shall we, people? Um, but that's going to be fascinating to see because, you know, Robin is, you know, especially the Dick Grayson arc is so awesome how he steps away from the Robin persona is so tied with his uh, connections with Bruce. Um, yeah. And And the image is great. He's got his uh, – it's it's kind of a – it's like a Dick uh, – it's a Tim Drake costume mm, yeah, and design just... of the R. Plus he's also got the bow, which is the bow staff, which is – which was uh, Tim Drake's thing. Mm. So it's the, the – in all physical appearance, he's Tim Drake, but it's actually the uh, Dick Grayson story. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. And his dynamic with like Starfire is great. They kind of like each other, but then they don't know how to explore things. And he's awkward in this type of stuff. And yeah. I think Cyborg's in it. Um, Did I see Cyborg in the cast? He only do, he, he's, yes. he's a team player. I he's think not maybe he's your fave. or something. What's that? He's, he's your fave, fave, isn't he? And Raven. Raven's absolutely incredible. Yeah, Raven's going to be incredible. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually really excited because it seems to be a combination because in the world that we are in now, there are two DC worlds. There is the movie world, which is shit, and we have the television world, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so we've got the Blantiverse on television, and we have the DC uh, Warner Brothers. Mm. Yeah, let's take every beautiful character and do everything wrong with it, unless it's Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Um, so this is a series that's going to be live str- on a li- on a streaming network. Yeah, they're starting their own streaming service, which th- th- they haven't named or properly said anything about. But I that's think it's going to be called Secret War, <laughs> <laughs> and someone's going to die. <laughs> no, Sorry, all of them are Sandra, die. I couldn't resist. Um, so. So uh, Belanti's <laughs> behind it, but as is Jeff Johns, yeah. and so the so it's a combination of both the cinema and movie verse coming together. Yeah, um, so that's gonna um, be very uh, very exciting. I'm actually very excited by this because Teen Titans is a good way for them to find that hope and positivity yeah. and small scale stories mm. as opposed to going let's have another invasion with shapeless demi demons or parademons or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the speed round. Got a couple speed round things here. Uh, the rules are one sentence reactions. Number one, Daisy Ridley has announced that she doesn't think she'll be returning to Star Wars after episode nine. Uh, I'll go first. Um, this article is has a misleading title. <laughs> I'm, not allowed to, I'm not allowed to go on about that. It's misleading. Fake news. <laughs> she'll be back. <laughs> Mark Hamill said this <laughs> as well. Yeah, uh, I do. Have, well. It 
I will just mention it's misleading because uh, it's not about her not thinking she's going to come back as a performer, but she thinks that her character will be like won't come back. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like it, Catherine, it yeah. came off as like, oh no, Daisy doesn't think she wants to come back, but it's maybe Ray's just not. Gonna yeah, come but back. Kathleen Kennedy has come out and said the new trilogy. Uh, well, let's see, we, we've got more adventures with Ray, Poe, yeah. and yeah. Uh, Finn. So. But anyway, that's just what Daisy really <laughs> said in an interview. Um, his, his, oh, this is going to be interesting. Margot Robbie has um, greenlit her own Harley Quinn film, even though she's also doing one with the Joker and also Ew. Suicide Squad 2. Ew! And, yeah, so it's Joker and Harley. It's her own Harley film. Yeah. It's Su- Gotham Sirens, which is still oh, happening. I forgot about that. Yeah. And um, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad 2. 2. And there is a Harley Quinn R-rated TV show coming out eventually. Is that going to be animated though? Yeah, that, with her voice. I think that's going to be R-rated. Um, R-rated. As in, it's going to be like the MA. I guess. That's five. No, too much. My speed round sentence is: I don't care for Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Ooh, ooh. I like her as Harley Quinn, but five is too much. Mm-hmm. Back off, DC. I'm the same as Rob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a release date for Hellboy. It's very early 2019. I'm just. I'm just looking forward to it. It's the, the only reason I've included it here. Same, same. Because it's with David Harbour. Yeah. Harbour as Hellboy will be great. Yeah. And let's see if they can finish off his storyline, which will be so sad. And Stranger Things 2 got officially renewed the best way possible three. by a... Oh, sorry, you're right. Yep. Oh, yes. Stranger Things 3, three. is happening <laughs> um, via a poll Netflix put on Twitter. Love it. <laughs> Do you think Stranger Things should return? Yeah, nah. And everyone <laughs> voted yeah. And they said, well, I guess it's renewed. <laughs> if anyone voted nah, who was that? It was like 13%. Probably someone from Hulu. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, one sentence being, we spoke about it in our Stranger Things <laughs> episode. Listen to the Stranger Things episode. Yeah, go back. Yeah, No surprises there. Yeah. Bring yeah. it on. Looks 11 good. for president. There's also a Jurassic World 2 trailer. <laughs> it's not missed. out yet, though. But there is a little... There's something that autoplays on my Facebook feed. There's 12 seconds. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks bad. Not only is it dinosaurs, it's Volcano as well. It's the same movie. Again, yeah. tra- running away from the dinosaurs. I think it would have been interesting if they did go down the whole the army is using the raptors path. Maybe that's and what they, they were going to... Yeah. I think it's going to be in there. Okay. I read the synopsis and it's like... One sentence, people. I know. I'm fucking it up this matter. time. Last week it was me. Um, I remember when the rumours about Jurassic World were coming out way, way back, and it was the idea of the faceless government agency finding the 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 cream can that what's his face steals oh, in the first one. I don't need that anymore. I know, there. but and it would have it would have expired. But anyway, and 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 weaponizing the dinosaurs, yeah. so that kind of thing, weaponizing mm. using about the raptors, the shaving cream as well. That would have yep. been like that's just all dust. Dodson's here, everyone. Dodson's here. <laughs> Dodson's here. Dodson's here. here. It's coming from Jurassic Park is my favorite film. Mm. Other of than all Star time? Wars, Star wow. Wars and Jurassic Park okay. are tied for my favorite films of all time. Very nice. what, uh, what about the trilogy? Do you like like yeah, Lost World? Yeah, Jurassic Park one is my favorite film of all time. Mm. I love the trilogy. It's the, two and three are pretty bad, but I love Jeff Goldblum. So yeah. I like how they brought Sam Neill back for the third one. Yeah, his the third one's pretty lame. <laughs> it is pretty lame, and it's very yeah, a lot you have to. But I will watch them of disbelief. Yeah. any day, any time. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, anyway. Yeah, um, yeah but just, apparently it's about Bryce Dallas, How- Dallas Howard's character figures it's the out the worst she- character. But she's kind. Of, well, look, I think the whole film is about her realizing that she doesn't need to wear heels all the time. <laughs> Um, is, is I love that scene where she ran in those heels, man. I was like, really? 
Oh, just the fact that I'm like, how the fuck are you running Out those running heels? Outrunning a T-Rex? Yeah. But apparently T-Rexes couldn't really run that fast because they were that heavy and that know. big they couldn't do well, it. Well, I just don't care anymore, to be honest. Case. They barrel roll. I'd barrel roll. Can you not? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're the only one that can bake fun. Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> Miranda. Okay, the news has set us off a little bit. Oh, dear. Um, um, yeah, so apparently uh, Bryce Dallas Howard gets a task force together because apparently the island where all the dinosaurs is going to erupt. Get so off the island. That's Just the get off the story. island let the dinosaurs die get like they the should island. have. Hmm. Life finds a way. Mm-mm-mm. Just don't make this film. Don't make Jurassic World. Why did you even make this a trilogy? You know what we want? <laughs> it's we want, bad. If uh, we're going to do it, it uh, should anyway. be like the ending of Lost World where we had a T-Rex going through LA. <laughs> we need all those all those dinosaurs fucking tearing down New York. And then being like, this is what happens when you fuck with evolution. And then Godzilla shows up. And then Godzilla shows up. And then Kong. And, and then the mummy shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the dark the universe <laughs> tries to Let come Let us in. just put every universe together. Is it... Is... Is uh, who runs? Who runs? Um, it's Universal. It yeah. is Universal. So They're gonna it do it. Work. Well, They're not with. Go, we will bring Dark Universe in. Via <laughs> Jurassic World. Via Jurassic World. Jurassic Universe. <laughs> oh fuck! Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. Jurassic Universe. universe. <laughs> Dinosaurs in space. Dinosaurs in space. Right. That sounds like a terrible like Sharknado yes, level. Yes, we're gonna write this film. Yeah, we've got it. We'll pitch it one episode. Yep. We'll pitch it to you and you will fucking right. love it. Your mind will be so blown. <laughs> Should we move on to stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, let's move on. Um, our main topic today is uh, Star Trek Discovery. Um, what they're calling Season 1, Chapter 1. It's the first nine episodes of the first season. Uh, the first two are a prequel. Then, from then onwards, it's its own thing. Um, and there's another six episodes left and then also season two is happening but this is chapter one i don't know why they're doing chapters instead of yeah it's a bit know. weird but they're anyway trying to be different um so if you aren't familiar with this show quick uh summary it started off with brian fuller wanting to make an anthology series based around star trek that didn't happen he left and brian, now brian fuller the man who cannot stay with the show yeah, yeah. Um, and now we have gotten a prequel. It's set 10 years before the events of the original series. Stars ah. Sonequa Martin-Green as Michael Burnham. Who is? Um, who is uh, the main character. And is... <laughs> who is also the half-sister. Yes. Oh, the oh, adopted sister. out. I don't know. Spo- is this a spoiler? The, uh, this no. This bit isn't. This was in all the, the trailers. Yeah, okay, this, yeah. I so, went yeah. in without any of this. Oh really? Oh, yeah. yeah, I found it. it all, said... I, I found it all out organically. Oh, that's it was not... so exciting. Oh, that's lovely. It's yeah. good for the environment. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Um, and yeah, as adopted yeah. sister of uh, Spock. Old mate. Yeah. Old, Old mate Spock. Old mate Spock. That's right. Um, let's jump in with the cast. Oh, wait, no, we'll do the quick summary. I'm glad you told that because I, I had only figured out the timeline. I was like, what, 10 years before? Yeah. yeah. Answers all my um, questions. Yeah, I went in blind. 10 years before that and like and 80 years after Enterprise or something. And they have said it is set in the original universe, the original universe. not yeah. in the J.J. Abrams It is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which they call the... I can't remember the, the... What was the original ship that Nero destroyed? Oh, um... I can't remember. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those fans. Well, it's interesting who know. hearing that because I watched it, as I said, going in blind. I didn't read anything about it, didn't know when it was set. So when I was piecing it together, being like, well, this must be beforehand because by the original season, 
by the original series, all the Klingon ships could cloak. Yeah. So I was like, I was very proud of myself being like, that's that person. Oh, yep, I'm piecing it together. So I was very mm. proud of myself. There's so. a lot of things in this where they're going, wow, okay. Clever. They're yeah. doing clever. Yeah. But it is set in the universe, you know, all Star Trek know. fans know and love, as mm. opposed to the cinematic universe, which is just for, oh, isn't Chris Pine pretty? See, I really <laughs> like the new Star Trek films. Okay, well, I, I like, like all of them how they got around aside it. from Beyond. I do like Beyond. But Agreed. I like the, uh, really? the first two. Into Darkness is a pile of ass. They take what Wrath of Khan is and go, <laughs> let us, yes, let they us did, but let's just poop on this. We're not talking about that today. We on it? Okay. Um, anyway, uh, we'll start off, as we usually do, with a very quick uh, summary I will start off, I will be like, it's good. I really like this. <laughs> the thing with Star Trek is, aside from the original series, they all start off and they're fine. And then they get really good by, like, season three. Yep. Um, for Voyager, it was, like, season four. For Deep Space Nine, it was probably, like, midway through the run. Um, uh, with this, it's great from from episode three onwards. I love, I mean, even the prelude type thing is really good. Love all the cast. Just love everything about it. Got a couple gripes, but we'll talk about that. Later, what do you think, Jen? I really loved it. Again, like going in blind, I didn't. Really, I had uh, no idea when it was set, what what universe it was set in, in terms of um, cinematic and TV. Um, I really enjoyed it. And Sandro, you mentioned like not needing to watch the first two episodes, but I did, and I really loved them. Their own little their little story, and it set set the world up really well. Um, I loved every episode. Um, I st- started off excited. Then I got uh, frustrated. Then I got bored. Uh, and I stepped away for a while. And so when this episode was coming up, I went, okay, well, let's power through. Because um, at the moment, I'm, I'm still going through. Uh, I'm introducing Caitlin to Deep Space Nine, and she's introducing me to Voyager. So we're up to the last season of Deep Space Nine, mm. and we're up to the end of season five of Voyager. Oh, that's where things so, get interesting. Um, well, that's the thing. We had some really good episodes of Voyager, and then there was just episode after episode of shit. Right. Star Trek's famous for that shit, though, which I love. But, but I really love, shit. I like love got some real bad episodes in There's, every season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. all of the original series, season three. <laughs> love it, though. It's um, great. It was, so, it's but, real bad. You know, when you're watching a new Star Trek, you have to concentrate so yeah, you can't yeah, just yeah. tune out where they're going okay let's watch this then we kind of went oh this takes effort so we just like to watch the Star Trek so we can power through then we did Parks and Rec and we got off all the Star Treks and so I've come back into it and I came back in with an episode that was really taking itself way too seriously none of the fun was there and um, but then I watched episode six and seven and that was really fun like so fun like Oh my god, it was amazing! And then I've watched the last two episodes last night, and that was good as well. So I'm really excited now and happy with where it's going. But there was some points in the middle where I'm going, just, just this isn't Star Trek. It takes itself way it too. It is interesting seriously. that you mentioned the fun because the original season is it is what it is. Um, <laughs> Shatner and all that. It's hilarious. It's fun, and that's what it's about. Mm. I kind of liked that it was serious, mm. especially as soon as you got the Orville. Air- airing right now which is the which is cut copy next generation but fun yeah and i thought I that having them both going back to back worked really well for me because this is really si- like there's a lot of jokes but yeah. it's quite serious and then the orville is very much it's not cling on war man it's serious so, um, yeah um, <laughs> I, 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 I know what you bit. mean because now i'm thinking about it, i'm like yeah it wasn't that fun and I don't, I don't know. And especially because I'm at the point now where I'm watching Deep Space Nine, which is kind of like the last 
the furthest we've gone down the track, really, yeah. of the Star Treks. We didn't because yeah. Voyager was the around films, about the same time. Did the, the fi- films end before Deep Space Nine? Yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. The canon. Yeah, when okay. it comes to that type of stuff, it's around about the same time. So maybe Nemesis is like a year or two after, but okay. but that's the furthest point we've got. And so I like you know the Klingons working with the Federation. I love that type of stuff. No, I love. I hate it. Right? Really? <laughs> War with the Klingons forever. No, um, that, for me, <laughs> when that type of stuff man. happens, I go again with the Klingons. Yeah, mm. look, I, there was a bit of that, but um, I, I don't know. I just yeah, yeah. Um, this is also the um, the pure Klingons as well. This yeah. is before they start cloaking, uh, cloaking, <laughs> and, and this is before they all look like guys with Beatles haircuts yeah, and wow. facial hair from. Which yeah, they went pretty something full we on with the Klingon character design. Yes, yes, and that's caused a lot of controversy as well. Um, yes, I don't mind. It reminds me a lot of the 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 seasonal villains of Stargate Atlantis. I don't know. Like, it just kind of gives me that look. I don't mind it, though. For me, it's more the language. They focus a lot on the Klingon language, and it's really hard to listen to in this series. Yeah. It's very jarring. How jarring it is. They haven't given enough time for the actors or the teeth. To learn their teeth, yeah. Oh, my God, their teeth are... And you're there going, you're just talking in fake teeth. You're like like an old B-grade vampire (laughs) movie going, my name is Parker. I used to put on subtitles when I watch a lot of shows just because sometimes I just, like... I just need mm. that extra aid. Mm. Um, you can choose Klingon as a subtitle in Netflix oh, when nice. you're watching Discovery. So I watched a bit with the Klingon subtitles and I was like, I actually want to know what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was a little interesting tidbit. But um, yeah, all the Klingon heavy scenes I found really exhausting to watch. Yeah. Because just orally I was just like, okay, can we have some uh, something else now that sounds nicer to my ears? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that, that's the point where I've gone... We know about this. We've seen all this. For me, as a Star Trek fan, I'm mm. going, um, yeah, I, I'm the opposite of you. I'm there going, okay, yeah. we've seen the Klingons fighting. For me, it's far more interesting to see how can two cultures that are so different and diverse with such different ideologies yeah, actually right. blend together. Sure. I, love, I love seeing that, you know. Maybe I just... When going, it really? comes to like spaceships and Star Trek and Star Wars, I love the war side of things <laughs> and not the diplomat, like the diplomacy oh, no, side that's of things. Because I, 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 I love Deep Space Nine because of the war with the Dominion sure. and stuff like that. And I love how it's just so epic. You've got all these rivals like the Romulans and the uh, Vulcans and the yeah. Klingons and the humans coming together to all battle this, you know, the Jan'Hadar and the Cardassians. I love that epic space stuff, which a lot of Star Trek fans go, oh, can we stop with the war? But I'm going, bring that yeah, shit okay. on. So, mm. But we're looking back at... I guess I just at... have a soft spot for the Klingon versus Federation. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, it just seems a little bit, oh, we're going back to you know the Western era, like the 1960s going, we moved on from that. We've realised that the Indians aren't bad guys. They're actually mm, a culture sure. and we should embrace them. But um, this is like right on the tipping point of the war as well yep. and they do explore yeah. that and, uh, yeah. as well with the Kling- we, we won't get into spoilers yet but there is you know some clues towards the next uh, I guess look of the Klingons we will be getting um, yeah. soon it is a bold move what they decided to do because normally there's <coughs> pardon me like a pre-title sequence in a, you know, where they go this is what happened to get Burnham where she is mm. but they decide to go you know what let's not just do it as a five minute start do let's do it episode. as a double episode an hour and a half an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. yeah and um, but it it still felt yeah you know, uh, 
truncated in. It seemed sure. like big leap forwards were made because it was all about Bur- uh, Burnham committing mutiny and doing the uh, the Vulcan greeting mm-hmm. to uh, the Klingons who hadn't been seen in however many hundred years yeah. at this point. Um, so it still felt a bit pushed. And, you know, we all knew what was going to happen with a certain character. But, um, uh, yeah, so that wasn't really a shock. It was more of like, you know, it's going to happen inevitably. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the cast, I think. We mm. should dive right into the cast. Of course, the main one is Michael Burnham, played by Sneakle Martin-Green, um, who I have seen previously on uh, Walking Dead. She got introduced in Season 3. Um, one of the better cast members up until, like, Season 6, where the show just got really... Like, I've stopped watching it now. Um, but um, she was just a shell of a character. She yeah. did absolutely nothing for two seasons. Um, it's great to see her in this. She is a great actress when she it is. comes to facial yeah. expressions and the eyes as well. It's look, I have a thing, I have a thing about actors playing Vulcans. Mm. You need to be very good to play a Vulcan. It is not simply a case of you have no emotion. It's a case of and they explored a little bit in Voyager which I really like is that it's almost you use it as an excuse to get out yeah. of certain responsibilities and you need to be able to control it. Leonard Nimoy is incredible, especially mm. in his especially in the um, the classic movies, like one through to six, you really see him play that because he's half human as well. But how to control the emotions so that you can see it very subtly? Yeah. Um, Tim Ruck, who plays Tuvok in Enterprise, started out quite bland, but he found that nice balance to show a bit of emotion in a more subtle way. Yeah. I think Zachary Quento does it really badly. He's either rage monster or computer. <laughs> um, poor old. Uh, um, Vulcan character in Enterprise. She is just not an actress at all. Um, so with um, Michael Burnham, Michael Burnham was a human raised as a as a Vulcan. Yeah, and so she almost the, like an experiment, I guess. An experiment, and it and that they explore that a little bit in one of the episodes. I actually really loved with her relationship yeah. with her, with Sarek, um, which they expanded his character in a really good way. Mm. Um, but. She starts off being a human being, quite Vulcan, and so she's had to get that range of emotions in quite a, a blank way. Later on, as we go in the season, she starts to embrace her humanity. Her humanity yeah. And when she does that, all the character gets so much more exciting. Yeah. You're, she started off, I really didn't like Michael, other than her name, um, <laughs> in the first episode... And then I warmed to her a little bit, and then I lost. She lost me again, yeah. and then I warmed again. But in the end, I think as an actress, incredible performance. Um, I think when we first meet her in the first episode, I did feel very mm. like I am playing a Vulcan. Yeah. But then there was a flashback where she first met uh, Captain Georgiou, yeah. and she's in the elevator, and she's like full Vulcan. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, so this is actually full Vulcan, and now we've got yeah. true. Yeah. So um, seeing that contrast helped me warm a little bit. And more Michelle, to her. yeah. Uh, thawed her out. Thawed her out yeah, a little yeah. bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think performance-wise, awesome, but the character, I don't think she's meant to be completely likeable. I don't think we're meant to love her. Oh, from definitely. Not at the start. She, and, yeah, but no. she does get likeable. The yeah, and, but she still has moments later on where I'm like, oh, classic oh, I, Michael. Like, get over yourself. If I, get of, a, if I get another middle uh, another middle episode where she's going, this is what has to be done and I need to be on the verge of mutiny and everyone goes, you're a mutineer. I go, we know, we get it, okay? Yeah. Just listen to each but other. I think that was... That was intentional for that for mm. us to have that roller coaster with her character, and I think that was really well done. I think she's a great actress. Oh, mm. definitely. Yeah. Um, this is the first time a Star Trek show has not focused on the captain, 
But the captain is played by Jason Isaacs. He plays Gabriel Lorca. And we find out why they don't focus on it, because this is the first captain who is an asshole. Bit of yeah. a dick. He is such a dick. He played well. But he's a very likeable dick. <laughs> but you're is still, he, though? He's still root for anyway. him. Still root for I him. don't yeah. know if I do. No spoilers, but in that episode where you're like, uh-oh, he's you know in trouble, and then something else happens to stop him being in trouble, I was like... Yes. Really? Yeah, I know. It's oh, awful. I was rooting God. for him to he, not yeah. to be put taken out of that position. He's, it kind of reminds me of Battlestar Galactica, like the new one where the whole time you're trying to work out who's the traitor. Yeah, yeah. He kind of reminds me of that type of space drama. The like first that type couple of, of episodes um, he was in, I was like, nah, I'm sus on this one. I don't mm. think he's all, that, he's all good. Yeah. And he's not, but yeah. I mean, it, it it needs to be seen, you know. With so many times we have the captain as the lead, and it was a good move to actually say, now that we don't have the captain as the main focus, we can explore a different version of yeah. the captain so that what are his motives? Is it because that he is, you know, um, suffering from loss? So do we feel sorry for him because of the guilt he feels about his crew that he's lost before? Sorry, spoilers. Um, uh, but... Or is he manipulating the Ar- system? Is he arrogant? Is he arrogant? Yes. Is it selfishness? Is it everything, it, really? Is, it, is, is, he all these th- is he all of these things? Is he none of these things? What is he? Is he? Isaacs pulls that off really well. Oh, he is incredible. Because mm. I still don't know. This is Wait, the most... I'm like, still, still, jury's out, still out. He's done him. a lot of TV. He's done a lot of British yeah. TV as yeah. well. So, But this is the first time I've seen him do a regular... A TV spot. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've seen him just come in, do a bit, and go away. Um, and f- so for this to see him evolve as a character is great. It's mm. really good, and he's wonderful. The cast is top notch yeah. in this. The entire cast is great. You, you've also got Doug Jones as Saru, who I wasn't 100% sold on his prosthetics at mm-hmm. the start, which is weird because the show, like, it costs like eight something million per episode. Wow. Um, and they spend a lot of that on the visuals, but not that much on the mm. costumes and the prosthetics and all that. Um, and I think for him it's great, aside from the mouth, because you can kind of... It's yeah. just like a black hole. I kind of like the <laughs> mouth, though. I kind of like the cut of the mouth as well. There's a little bit, you know, Jack Nicholson Joker mm. yeah. on the side. The eyes are good. I like how the, the little tendrils spikes come out the come back. Out. Spikes yeah. come out. Yeah. And it's a good creature creation. It's evolved beautifully, like the His whole thing. Fu- when you see a full body shot of him, it's really cool. His oh, yeah. figure is like... So Doug Jones cool. is amazing. That man yeah, needs that to eat a burger, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I love it. He reminds me a lot of that character in... I've forgotten the episode title, but Doctor Who series six with the like the labyrinth episode in the hotel. Oh, he reminds yeah. me a lot of that rabbit. Oh, the, oh, the, um, <laughs> the 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 most <laughs> the most invaded species yeah. of all time, played yes. by David Williams. That's yeah. right. Who they brought back in. Um, He's a bit, isn't he? In uh, under the uh, yeah before the flood. That's right. Yeah, under yeah. the lake. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of that character. Yes. Again, like um, Saru. Some episodes I was like, "Fuck off, mate! Just <laughs> yeah. go away! You're ruining everything." And then I was like, "No, I love him." I was like, "For, for, for a character to make me feel like a thousand things, it's got to be, you know, gotta and be then, a half decent performance." Yeah, and I keep reminding myself we're in the we're in the heavy lifting phase of a Star Trek series. We yeah. have to get through season one and two to, before we go. All right, the characters are settled. We know. Well, where fuck we're if season two and that are better than this they're going to be pretty fucking good yeah so they'll settle into their characters so started out well yeah. yeah I'd like to s- go on no you go, go I'd just like to see more of the, some of the people on the bridge there's the girl with the mm. sort of silver half who on her survived face. from the previous ship yeah 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 I'd yeah. love to hear I'm, I'm sure we will but like there's a lot of shots of her just kind of smiling at the captain or 
There was a moment, yeah. There Putting, a, doing some sort of thing on her screen. I'm and like, one of the, yeah, what's her deal? And what, what, uh, the pilot, she's yep. been there quite a few times, episodes as well. And the weird, almost robotic. Sil- who never speaks. And never speaks. only see in a ra- every occasional shot of her looking at. And she was she was given the bridge in one episode as yeah. well. And she didn't, still didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's weird. Because with the Orville, they very much expand on every character on the bridge. Um, yeah. Like, we're up to episode 10 of the Orville and pretty much every character has been fleshed out. With Discovery, they're very much focusing on uh, Michael Burnham, Saru, um, yeah, like, as you said, um, Anthony Rapp's character and the captain. I haven't even got to Rapp yet. Um, and everyone else is kind of pushed the to the side. Doc, to, and the, introdu- to and the introduction of the new security guard. Oh, yes. And, of course, Sylvia. Um, as well, who drops the first f bomb in oh, Star Trek history? I have oh, issues yeah. with that. Which I have so- issues. No, yeah, it's I was great. like, Star Trek said the f word, oh, but no. who cares? I loved it. <laughs> and my thing with American TV is they don't like <laughs> the first season of Daredevil. They say flipping so much. Oh, it's so <laughs> jarring. First season, and it's just like who? It's a word. Yeah, and this but, is just this... my problem with American TV as a whole. And it's in good this to situation, see I would be it. throwing fucks all I over see, the place. Yeah, I just see it like you know, especially. What I loved about um, uh, Battlestar Galactica, they, cre- they created the language. They created Frack with um, yeah, sure. with Red Dwarf. They created Smeg. Yeah. It's become a case of that is a representation. And, stuff as well. and even with um, uh, Star Trek as well, they use like Klingon insults. They use other planet insults, mm. which I kind of like. But Klingon for, hasn't been integrated into human. I'm aware of that, but for me, <laughs> just the they're use still not of- cloaking. They're not. Some of them are. Some, some of them, them are getting the technology, and they're that. finding out about it for the first time. They're going. They seem to be unable to be seen, as if they're. I lived for that. That moment where we went. So are they, they, we can't see them, and they. I don't think it's they. Cloaking. They they're never cloaking. even said the word cloak. Cloak, cloak, cloak. Because the Klingons are going cloak, cloak. You want the cloak? You want the cloak? Yeah. Here, the cloak. And it's the like he's wearing a cloak. <laughs> Come on, you An got invisibility it. cloak. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I actually was just like. Yeah, for me, it took me out of it a bit because they both, you know, and rap covered it up well. Goes, it is fucking awesome. But for me, I went, ah, hit me in the face. But then they moved on, and then they never okay. said again. There was no other fucks. It was well, too that's fun. just that's classic American TV as well. You can only say it like once a season, yeah, or else you get cancelled. I think what is the I rule. Really, <laughs> what I thought was massive, and be, are we going into spoilers yet? Well, let's finish the cast before I go into. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Anthony Rap um, is brilliant in every single way. I find. <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was Alan Tudyk. Oh, did you? This is the lieutenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Besides, he looks like he looks like he does he a Alan bit. Tudyk. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, you just want Alan Tudyk. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was wonderful. Um, rap was great, and I particularly love because he was such an asshole until about halfway through, and then a certain thing happens. And that's a great thing about Star <laughs> that Trek. That flip's wonderful. The flip is wonderful, but the fact that it's it's been such a serious series that people look at the most asshole character and they go, something must be wrong. Yeah. Why? Because he's nice. He's being friendly and kind and hugging people. Goes, I guess before, this can't be right. Before that happens, though, we get we get to see him a little bit uh, in um, personal at home. I guess. Mm, with, yeah. With, I don't know if it's a spoiler about a relationship. No, I don't know. No. Um, with oh. his partner, they're just brushing their teeth, and it's... that is an absolutely incredible moment. So you see yeah. a little bit of tenderness there, and not so much asshole. So, but the flip is still quite. Yeah, and but from that moment, because he was asshole, 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 yeah. did a particular thing. We find out he's got a boyfriend. The boyfriend's incredible. Who's the doctor? The doctor. And then, yeah. then Rap has to deal with all this stuff. And yeah. the episode that really got me in was where Rap 
was front and center. Yeah, and I'll talk about when we get to. Yeah, my favorite yeah, one. I think he's yeah. incredible. Um, and can we talk about the guy who actually played the new security chief? Uh, Shazad Latif, I think his yeah. name is. Yeah, is he uh, Indian? Uh, let me check. Indian, Indian, Indian American, because he's really good. He's as British. Well. British. Why can't I picture this character in my mind. Um, but he was, I think he was a great addition, especially taking the place of the dumbest security chief ever who, oh, who was <laughs> killed off way too early. Away. And fair enough, too. You are really, yeah, I really bad. I, I warmed to him. I didn't warm to him straight away. Mm, um, I warmed to him after a while as well. Yeah, it took mm. a little while. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, one last thing we'll discuss before jumping into spoilers is the visual style of the show. Mm. It's gone for more of a J.J. Abrams approach. There's yeah. quite a few lens flares, but also it's a lot of practical effects when they're on planets and on yep. the ship. And that's but, great. Yeah, um, but all the space stuff is completely CGI'd rather than doing the classic Star Trek models and stuff, which I think is pretty good. It looks good, but it clean. looks it looks clean but dirty at the same time. And I think this is the first show, maybe aside from Game of Thrones, that I want to watch on like 4K or like a yeah, pretty I big think screen. Yeah, I think we've been watching it on quite a small screen and... In our lounge room, we have a, a big one, and it's never available to watch. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just like, I want to watch it on the big TV because yeah, I, I think, think it would be look, stunning, um, yeah, fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, and it because one thing I'm noticing because I'm watching Voyager, <laughs> you're flipping between the two. Yeah, flipping between the two, and they're going. It doesn't feel like we're on a set. It feels like mm. we're in the ship, yeah. and so much of it. I got to the end of an episode when this is pretty much all on a studio. Yeah. But it didn't feel like it. It felt like it was on a ship. It felt like in the movies when you watch it's very the film. cinematic. Yeah. yeah, it felt like no, I'm on the ship. I never once went. Okay, we're back in the studio. Here yeah. we go. And that yeah. was uh, that was impressive work to get that level of. I was drawn into it. I felt like we were on a fully operational working ship. Yeah. Mm. So we haven't seen that many planets yet either. But the planets that we have seen, like the one in the opening episode, the one in um. That we see later on in the chapter are really good as well. Yeah, um, especially excited. yeah in the episode um, episode eight. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. We the whole planet becomes a part of their mission, which is which is really beautifully done. Yeah. All right, let's move into spoilers. Um, yeah, complete spoiler warning for Star Trek Discovery Chapter One. If you haven't seen it yet, skip to the time indicated below. Pointing <laughs> uh, down. Yeah, let's. Where do we want to start? Um, okay, so they killed off the incredible Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of yeah, her you, Why do I feel like we've had this conversation outside of I the think studio? we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, the script was off for her, I think. Her performance was good. And because I read the prequel novel um, in between a couple of mm. the episodes as well that just came out. It's set like five months before the, pre, um, the prologue. And her character's really good in that. So it could be either the dialogue. I think it's maybe, the dialogue. Maybe it was also because it was filmed with a different show, like a completely different team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did Brian Fuller leave after they filmed the first two episodes or no, while they were filming it the is first a, two yeah. episodes? Yeah. I think he left while or just before. He was just, out there. That probably would have affected it as mm. well. The dialogue's not great, I don't think. For the Looking first back, two episodes. That's what yeah. I was talking about. It was for so truncated. For, for a lot of them in that first part because they're trying to cram this all in and as if we, we're meant to care about these people as if we've seen them for a season but we haven't. That's why we only do it as a five-minute yeah, bit. Yeah, right. I um, found like her performance was great but I was kind of like... I wasn't that upset when she died. No, mm. but I knew she was going to die. But I, I love, I, I just adore Michelle. I was like, Yo. yes, we're getting a woman captain this season. <laughs> no, 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 no we're going to getting another white guy. Another white guy. Um, uh, I was expecting uh, the uh, the admiral or the general. 
to die. Same. Who's yeah. The um, one the, that got kidnapped. The, yeah, the one who got kidnapped. Oh, Klingons. right, yeah. I was so expecting her to die. So oh, when she... I wanted her to die. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I I'm thinking... she... But I was rooting for the captain, so... Yeah, well, she, she was, oh, no, yeah. she was yeah, rooting no, for the captain as well. Yeah, well. yeah, I liked her character. I liked her a lot. Yeah, and she's really... an old school, like, 80s and 90s actress. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. recognised yeah. her. Yeah, she's good. Um, And she was brought across with the other Klingon. Hmm. We got full-on Klingon nudity. That's why I wanted to talk about the spoilers. We saw Klingon human sex scene. Like I found full... that very confronting. And that's why that. And the, but that was the point of it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But well, he's got PTSD, and you know, he's, and uh, he's... I was experiencing some of that. Yeah. Uh, I watched that back to back with the first episode of Punisher, and Star Trek had more of a impact. <laughs> it was interesting because when um, oh, I can't remember who mentions it to one of the Klingons, and he's like, "Why would you? He doesn't even have enough organs." So I'm watching it going, it's very human what's happening yeah. here. And I was like, how? I was thinking about the logistics of it. I'm like, what do you mean not meant enough organs? How, what's happening? What, does she even have, like, a vagina? Like, what? And so it was... I was. It was I mean, because obviously they, they do. I mean, be, and yeah, all this yeah. stuff happens and it's compatible because you look at... Um, uh, of course. Taurus from Voyager. You see, you know... Um, it's just sound because like the fact that it was mentioned earlier that, like, what can you do with him? He doesn't even have the right organs. And I do find it quite... A little bit annoying that the first time we see interspecies, uh, so inter interplanetary uh, uh, relations, is in a violation way. Oh, it was so it's to, yeah. to be seen Hunting. in an ugly way when yeah. they're going. We want to be embracing the future and stuff like that, but because it was he was taken against his will. Man, at the first time we see a Klingon doing this, it's in a violent way. I so, think it might have been as well. It was more confronting because it was. Hum- the way it was sort of yeah. filmed and the actions itself and the physicality was very human. It yeah. was just too real. Because if we want, if we want to be moving forward, we want to for our first side of that. We want to go. It's okay that this type of thing happens, but because it was done, this is the first it's like, thing. No, we saw. no, no. Yeah, we've we've been put off. Yeah. So that I was a p- little bit put off by that. Going the first time we see human Klingon r- sexual relations, it's done in a abusive way. Yeah. Mm. So and yeah, and the way it was shot was. Really, just yeah. Needed to have. I need to pause it afterwards and just have a moment because it was moment in the shower. Yeah, it was full on. Yeah. So Um, when everyone's like, "You get Klingon nudity in this," and I was like, "Interesting," and I was like, "Oh, if you're going to do that, that's fine. Let's do it in a consensual way first, so that you know we can actually get the full impact, as as opposed to being tied down by the fact the first time we see this, it's in a violation. So, and we kind of. You've made to feel revolted by it, but yeah. you know this is meant to be embracing yeah, all sure. cultures, all sexuality, all gender mm. definition, or you know inclusiveness. But that's yeah, that's a nitpicky thing that I'm going by. It's um, interesting. I hadn't thought about that, mm. and that could be one of the reasons I was so yeah. Why? It's because of you know the reviews from last time. You're talking about those you know the books that you were reading. I was about to mention yeah. that like that's completely different to what happens completely in um, Becky Chambers' books. That's very like. Beautifully and, mm. and beautifully um, consensual and tender and yeah, mm. but again because we're still in that way of Klingons bad, humans yeah, yeah. good. Well, yeah, 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 that's and true. still very black and white as opposed to they're doing little steps forward with you know dealing with uh, the um, the gay couple and the interracial relationships, which is really progressive. But that's still a case of we're still lagged down by Klingons bad, humans good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. um in terms of characters, there's one I really wanted to bring up. 
that I liked, but I want to get your opinion on it. Harry Mudd. Again, yeah. wasn't aware of the timeline when I was watching this episode. Yeah. And they walked into the Klingon prison and he was there with, uh, was he smoking or something? I can't remember. He was doing a, and I went, oh, that's, that's Mudd. I reckon yeah. that's Mud, but I don't know what the timeline is. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not. Maybe it's a descendant of Mud. Mm. And then he mentioned women, and I was like, Mud's women. It's a character, mm. name of an episode. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, you can't, blah, Mud. And I was like, it's Mud! <laughs> and I texted my boss who got me into Star Trek, and I went, Harry Mud is in the new Discovery. You need to watch it. Um, anyway, I loved him. Yeah. I thought okay. he was great. Um, I haven't seen the... Ha- Harry Mud's done a couple of... Original um, episodes? I had the list up. He's done two original yep. series, um, one animated series, and then a couple of... What is D? Is he in next uh, year? And then two... Uh, he first shows up in the original series. And a bunch of comics yeah. um, oh, okay. for Next Gen as well. Cool. Because yeah. the actor who played... original actor who played Mud was in um, an episode of uh, Batman Camp animated series as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this yeah. guy's... Um, what's his... Dwight from... Uh, Rain it Wilson. is Rain Wilson, who I adore. He's funny. And Rain's been pushing the whole serious actor role on TV like he's been playing detectives and stuff like that um, look I loved I, I love Rain Wilson he's an incredible actor and I think he's got a great charisma and he knows how to do that deadpan stuff really well his first appearance was in an episode that I didn't like that was the episode yeah, that was okay. my first episode back yeah. and I'm there going oh yeah, god first episode back I can see I really like that episode though in if, terms if I'd been watching of, every other one I'd yeah, be, but yeah. I just went nobody's happy and especially because Burnham was doing stuff and Saru was in charge and so they were fighting again I'm everyone going, was fighting can't we all going, get along can't we all mm. just get along and so I'm just going Ugh. but then we get into the next episode which was um, Michael trying to save Sarek that was probably my favourite one that was beautiful. fucking beautiful yeah. That was fucking beautiful. And I was watching it with Kate and I said, now that's Star Trek. Yeah. And then the next episode where Mud's back yeah. and it's the classic sci-fi trope. Hate a Groundhog episode. Liked this one. Yeah. I, I See, I love those type of... I like... I love those... As soon as it went back and we were like... We both went, oh, mm. it's a Groundhog Day episode. Yeah. Oh, Groundhog Day episodes. And then at the end I went, that was a good Groundhog Fuck, Day episode. it was good, wasn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. Those two episodes Groundhog- got me back on track. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, especially with Anthony Rapp's character in that one episode... Um, they could have shown a bit more because there was moments where he was really um, like it was just like it was just just annoyed. He's done this so many times that we didn't see that. I would have preferred if we did see that rather than rather than him Going just telling us because yeah. it started off um, so violent. It did. Like you like. I was like. Mud was killing everyone, and yeah. then the mastery of the writing and the direction to then have a montage of how he kills the captain all these <laughs> times, true. and it went from being horrifying to ridiculous to being horrifying again, mm. and then to have it all resolved that nobody dies. Yeah, to have that, I went and again, Mud is you know pants around his ankles, like get <laughs> yeah. it done. I think I find Mud a really good villain mm. because yes. he's just a douchebag, and that's what he's I like. Not, yeah. He's not evil. He's just out for himself. Yeah. yeah. And so he's come up and it's not being violent. They don't kill him. They don't mutiny, whatever, on an island or a planet or in space. They just fucking... He has to go back to domestic back to bliss. The domestic bliss that he tried to get away from. And that was funny. That was absolutely funny. She was she was she was lovely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Her dad. You know, she was a little bit of a daddy's girl, and yep. she was a little bit where have you been? But she's yep. there going. She was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't and play I'd, it up in any way, yeah. and she was very white and very straight and very bland, but very nice. I think I. I that's why I was so excited when Mud came back because he's just this. He's almost got a cult following from the original season mm. from um, Mud's Women episode, <laughs> so weird episode, where when he rocks up again later, you just. 
like, oh, here we go. The fucking <laughs> douchebag's back. But we love it. We yeah. love when he rocks up. And I just think they really, they took him even further this in this show. And I love that he was, that for that Groundhog Day episode, really fucking scary. And he evil. was. And he, uh, how it evolved from and him. And clever. Back. Yes. Which he doesn't get a lot of, they don't show his clever side of all that much in mm. his other appearances. Yeah, yeah. Not as much. He just seems a bit like, bit dumb and yeah. the desperation of it and that whole you know Anthony Rapp's beautiful work about they're going oh I thought I'd get further I'll see you yep. next time see you mm. in the next one and a beautiful moment right at the end how like um, uh, Michael kisses um, what's the character's name the the, the um, security dude security dude Ash Tyler. Ash. No, yeah, Tyler. For yeah, the first Tyler. time. And then at the end when they re... You know, and she goes, we have to reset because Tyler's dead. Mm. Um, and then when he goes, you know, he's upset in the lift. He goes, what, what, what's this? And he That's goes, you right. know, we missed our first kiss. I'm really bummed that we missed that. Yeah. Um, and that relationship was good. The episode before with saving Sarek was great. That actor who plays Sarek is brilliant. He's brilliant. He's been he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. He did True Blood. Um, Last time I saw him was him. in Gotham. Gotham. <laughs> and he was kind of playing that I'm evil and that's all I am. Uh, and it was great. And that's then seeing seen. him in this was just... That's all I've seen him as playing. Evil, evil. Yeah. I'm evil, evil. Yeah. Like evil pants. Um, I think he's in... Oh, he's in um, Jessica Jones as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's evil, evil, McEvil. Yeah. Um, but he is great, Sarek, and I love how they've evolved Sarek's character. That incredible moment, and they've got uh, Spock's mum, and she is amazing. Mm. Uh, and I can't remember. I've seen that actress before, and she did a great job. And she's just there, being all human, like so human, like even more <laughs> superhuman, de- like yeah. defiantly human, going screw you, Vulcans. Um, um, and I and I liked that it wasn't overplayed for the fans. One thing that Supergirl is doing at the moment, which reminded me a lot, is they have gotten Erica Durance, the best on-screen Lois Lane from uh, from Smallville, <laughs> back to play uh, Kara's mum. Yes, and it just feels a bit weird. It feels for the fans. Yeah. Um, whereas with this, they're kind of doing the same-ish type of thing, but it just feels natural, and I really yeah. liked that. Oh, it was absolutely beautiful that moment where. <sighs> how they refer to Sarek with his family as an experiment. And <laughs> yeah. you go, oh, the, the prejudice there and the fact that it goes, you got to pick which one. Yeah. Mm. Only one can be accepted. And then Spock doesn't even do and it. Spock doesn't even Spock go. Spock goes with the fucking Federation. It's like, Spock, man. Yeah, of course Spock's going to yeah, do I that. Know. I Spock love it. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, so no one won there. Nobody won no at all. Won. And then, of course, it Poor comes Michael. back. And beautiful moment. And that's what I love about Star Trek. She's there standing over this oh, full Vulcan going, Hospital bed, yeah. We'll talk about this when you're ready, you know. And I still love you, but, you know, you did all these things wrong. And he just goes, no, no. Oh. And that's the thing, hiding behind the Vulcan no emotion. Yeah. And we then, know he's got some. And then, you know, the two of them, uh, Tyler and Michael, sit there and she reintroduces herself and yeah. shakes his hand and she embraces the humanity yeah. and he just goes, you know, father's man, you know, parents. Yeah. And you go, that's what Star Trek is, taking these big concepts of other worlds and aliens and stuff like that and bring it all back to stuff we know. Mm. Parents, you know, parents <laughs> who don't open up. Yeah. <laughs> um, those two episodes just sold me back. Like, those... The Sarek episode and the the uh, Groundhog Day episode. I yeah. just went, okay, I'm sold now. Um, we do have to wrap up soon, but I just want to talk about the final episode is probably one of my favourite episodes of Star Trek, full stop. Wow. I, wow, I that's loved a big it. call. I don't know why. I loved the final episode. Uh, there was, of course, the Klingon scene, um, mm. which was a bit c- confronting and probably 
not that rewatchable. Um, but everything else, like it was the classic um, ship combat as yep. well. All the character moments, it paid off. It was also like it was a finale. Yeah. Was that? Was it was the, a mid-season finale. And then finale, it was like, but, but, we've just got to do this one more thing. You're like, this isn't going to go well. And you one. know yeah. it's not going to go well. And it doesn't. And that's where he's an <laughs> asshole going, you know, you've done all this. Okay. And he goes, one well, more. One more. And he goes, that's all it is. And he goes, well, you don't have to. But if you could. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You're, and you're like, come on, dude. Because you know in your heart something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, Good um, cliffhanger. Was it the start of episode nine or the start of episode eight when the Federation ship is being attacked by the Klingons and they get in front of the and the Discovery gets in front of it to the sh- shield them to save them? I think that's the start of episode I think that's eight. eight. Yeah, but, here's um, that whole multiple jump. Oh my mm. god! Awesome. You, get, you had to do so what 188? And they were like, "How many left? 96 there." And you're like, "He's already like oh fading god. it." But the the imagery of the ship bouncing around the Klingon ship was yeah. so cool. I love how they do the the, the flip. Spin, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. the, the jump, the the the, the um, spore jump is really cool. And I'm glad yeah. they got rid of the the um, the tardigrade earlier yeah. on. I like the tardigrade when it was a bit more of like a horror type yeah, that yeah. element where we but first like, meet it but I like how they flip that around and go it's just and a then they beast went, to kill uh, but then you yeah. feel sorry for it um, yeah I really it did look a bit weird though yeah. like going back to what I was saying earlier a lot of the characters um, and their look hmm. feel quite rubbery whereas everything else looks really clean yeah um, uh, and the spore drive's got to go though we can't oh, have definitely. the spore the spore yeah. drive has got to be destroyed and never well because it's not in the new yeah, it's series not in the new, yeah, and it's never going to be used again it's only on one ship and they're never going to be able to master they it they must probably. somehow realise mm-hmm. that it's bad for you um, and then there's the classic moment at the end of uh, of episode 9 the classic Star Trek trope where oh we don't know where we where are we and we've got to get back to where we were and that's the next 9 seasons and they go, is that up. what we're doing now so oh, has it gone 10, from being right. you know being a proto original series and now we're going proto Voyager I don't yeah. think I think they're going to wrap that up by episode 15 yeah because um, we've got 6 episodes left in this season yeah and even like Episode nine could have been a season finale. Like, like I would have been happy to wait because four time, something months for the next one. Because timeline wise, the Romulans haven't been discovered yet. No, the Romulans are in hiding, so they've got to be. When s- were Romulans? The Romulans came out. That was post original series. I don't like, think you see. I don't think you meet the Romulans because maybe in the animated series. Just started watching Next Gen. I'd never watched it, and I was like, "What's a Romulan?" I'd know the name, but yeah, I hadn't yeah. met them yet. So I the first time I the saw them series. was in Next Gen. It's Next yeah. Gen, yeah, um, or yeah, animated series. Little nerdy moments that I liked um, when Saru was captain. He goes bring up the top five captains, and they had Archer yeah. and Pike. Yeah. I went, <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of cute. Yeah, I did like that they ended on that classic trope of where are we, as opposed to what I thought they were going to do is let's make the jump. Something bad happens to our fave. But you don't find out what it is. Yeah. Whereas they completed that idea that something fucked up's happened. We still don't know what, what it is, but that happened. And then the cliffhanger is, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to, like, yeah. what happens during the jump? Which would have pissed me no, off. They've yeah. landed, but now we go, mm. where are we? And that and shot as well of just pulling out from the bridge and you see... I just love those shots where and you see the, the bridge and then you see the whole ship the and then you just go... And then all the wreckage. The colours are beautiful. Yeah. the spa- They do the space stuff really, really Stunning. well. Stunning, yeah. And I kind of like the, the female... Uh, Vulcan who escaped. She's really interesting. Uh, the female Klingon. Oh, yeah. She's actually an interesting character. There's yeah, there's a bit more 
when he meant well, said, "What did you do to me?" and she goes, "Well, yeah." So there's something. So there's something there. There's something tying up because the other Klingons have been very raw with the bad guys. So mm. when they finally blew up that ship at the end of it, I went, "Okay, well that's cool. Let's actually bring in some interesting." I really liked Kutufma. <laughs> Great name too. Kutufma. Mm. They've got good Klingon. And we don't. Are we assume that the uh, how to describe the white Klingon, the the one who was like trying to take on Tukufma's oh, yeah. was left stranded on the old ship. Yes. Um, we assume we he's did... dead. Oh, uh, nah. Well, he's got to come back. He's we haven't, come haven't back. seen him since he was since left on the, the bridge of um, the... Um, like episode three or something. The yeah. Ship. Yeah. What was the old ship called? I can't remember. I can't remember. It had a great name. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think he'll probably be back. Shinto. Season... No? Shinto? Shinto? I don't know. Shinto scared. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, but yeah. All, two thumbs up for me. What are wow. you? Oh, okay. We're gonna get Sorry. straight into ratings. <laughs> oh, she's gone straight into it. I thought we'll wrap Ooh, it before up. we go, one thing. Okay, that f- made me fall in love with it again after that episode. Uh, it's in the Sarek episode, I think, with um, uh, Michael Burnham and her f- uh, roommate. Tilly's the best. Tilly. Mm-hmm. Tilly oh, gets Tilly. better as the show goes. Tilly's on. very cool. They go running around. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yes. And they're wearing their recreational outfits yep. and what they've got on the front of their chest. You know what it says? What is it? Um, it says disco. Disco, yeah. It's got disco because it's really? Discovery Short. Like, it's, oh, yeah. They've got disco shirts. I'm going, I want a disco were, shirt. I want a disco shirt now. Go, <laughs> we didn't talk th- about Tilly, but I loved Tilly. Yeah, no, she's great. Yeah, Tilly was... She, Tilly, I warmed to her. Tilly's got a lot more to give, especially in the, the Groundhog Day episode, how you see her a little bit tipsy yeah. and a little mm. bit playful and stuff like that. Woo-hoo! Yeah, this is her first major role as well. Yeah. She she's was in Longmire it. for a bit, but... I think she's killing important. it. But yeah, um, she's really good in this. Is she Australian? No, she's not. No, she's a uh, UK, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, awesome. f- for ratings, two thumbs up. I loved it. I will rewatch it. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'll rewatch it. Um, but yeah, I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it one thumb up. I, they they brought me back. Okay. Those two episodes with Sarek and the Groundhog Day episode were good. I think um, the one on the planet where Saru got lost a bit mm. in the world was a bit bleh. I didn't love it. And there was the it. powerhouse. <laughs> I really like. I just don't like Angry Saru. <laughs> yeah, Angry Saru. No, thank you. Didn't like, he was scary. He was really scary. But those two. Yes. Minutes, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, true. When he was beating up on that uh, trans. Transmission. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Really mm. scary. Like seeing. It was cool seeing what he's capable of as a as a you know physical being. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll give I'll give it one thumbs up. Um, one thumbs up. Sandro. Oh, it's hard for me to give a show two thumbs up. There was just a moment like halfway through the first episode, and really just every single episode of this show where I went, I love this. Yeah. Okay. Me too. And so I think I've got to give it. Two thumbs up. Yay! I just got to go with that gut feeling. I had the uh, same thing where up. there was moments I li- like I was watching with my partner, so I was visual like vocalized. I was like, "This is cool. Mm. This is great. Mm. I love this." Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 not there yet, but I'm thinking it will get there. Yeah, I think it's like it's the classic um, Star Trek. It's going to need a, a season or two to oh, to find. I think its it feet. might help as well because it's been a while since I've watched. Like we watched an occasional ver- uh, episode of Next Gen, but I'm not being introduced to something at the same time. Yeah. So, like, mm. I think it, I'm watching it as a standalone thing, mm. but then getting my little my little kicks out of the little references. <laughs> yeah. and I do yeah. like the costumes. I I, I, I think I yeah. could, I think I could uh, like cosplay that, the yeah, blue. Yeah, the blue's nice with mm-hmm. the gold. And yeah. it's only, yeah, only gold and silver, yeah. so we haven't got the introduction of the third yet. Right. Red shirts. The, and, red shirts um, the red shirts. We haven't yeah. got the red shirts yet. And watching this... Back to back with the Orville oh, as well is, there... is really good. I would recommend checking out the Orville. Um, okay, it 
again, the plots are extremely cliche. You've seen it before in Next Gen. There is no original storytelling whatsoever mm. in the Orville, but the characters are great, and um, it's a good throwback. Like, having that kind of being a tribute to classic Star Trek and then this pushing the franchise forward, I think, is really yeah. good to have on screen okay. at the same time. And they've both been renewed, so we're both going to get them back-to-back for the next season as well. And yes. r- rumour we haven't mentioned... Uh, the talks that J.J. Uh, Abrams is having talks with Quentin Tarantino oh, to yeah. direct the next Star Trek film. Interesting. What? Tarantino. <laughs> no. Um, yep. Can I ask a question? Look it up and we'll talk because about it. Because I loved the lack of this, but <laughs> is the Holodex... I know it's next gen, hmm. but was there a Holodex on Enterprise? From Because I'm think fuck, there's no Holodex episodes because they're the I love Holodeck episodes. I hate it. I'm like, there was, you've got the whole of the space and time. There was that one episode of the original series where they went to something. It was like a Robin Hood. It was like a whole bunch of like... Yes. But I think that was a planet, not I a Holodeck. it's a planet There's a, where they go back in time. Wasn't there a Holodeck moment in Did Discovery? Holodeck? Sorry. Holodeck. Is there a Holodeck moment in Discovery? I swear there was. No. Nah. No. no. There's no holodeck in Discovery. I think the captain has some weird thing on his in his room. But it anyway, because I hate them because I feel like you've got all of time and space and the future in the universe and you're going back to Earth to be a detective cap- captain. Come on. No. But they do, that's I'm watching what this Tr- for space, not Star for. Trek does love to romanticise yeah, the past. So I'm, I'm, mm. Whether that comes, I'm just enjoying that it's in space and it's yeah. set in space. I mean, there's a classic episode of Voyager where they have someone from the holodeck who's from, uh, like, from Woodstock. Yeah, see, going, that oh, shit bores yeah. me. Just... I watched an episode the other day where Moriarty comes back, and I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. well, the... Oh, that's another the great thing. There's no modern-day music in this Star Trek yeah, series, right. which I absolutely love. See, Thank you. Can, you. You, can deal, you can deal with the modern-day swearing and cussing. I was okay with you know bringing in Sabotage by, um, by <laughs> Beastie Boys. Anytime Beastie Boys is played in anything, I'm happy with Yeah. I can do with that. It's fair. All right. Well, that's our review of our Star Trek Discovery. Good talk. But let Good us know talk. what you think. If you've watched it, we really want to know what you think. Join uh, the conversation, Join Sandra. the conversation. Um, you can send us an email, feedback.nerdout at gmail.com, or message the Facebook page. All links are in the description. Or just stalk us on, like, Twitter or whatever and DM us. That's fine as well, I guess. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> That'll get it going. All <laughs> right. Do a bit of a slide into my DMs. Uh, not... 100% sure what we're doing next episode, but the episode after that... Oh, my God. It's Star Wars time. Finally. It's happening. It's, it's actually be, happening. It's going to be emotional. Uh. I'm going to shed so many tears. Um, and there is talk that we might record straight after watching it. That's like a 50-50 chance of actually happening. We'll see. Might um, be 60-40. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not. also a couple guests that we might have lined up for future episodes as well. Yay. If we can do some like, outside broadcasting beforehand, like interviewing the people we're cool. going to be with. That would yeah. be great. I love that. Like some Facebook live stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Do something, the, do something on the page. Sliding into the labs. Mm. <laughs> Sliding into my videos. Sliding um, into my live vids. Anyway, that is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, make sure you nerd out. We're just listening to Nerd Out, featuring Rob Lloyd, Jen Spears, and Sandra Felcher. This has been an improbable podcast production. We'd like to thank RTI and the Ace Radio Network for allowing us to record in their studios. The views expressed are those of the speaker and don't necessarily reflect those of the other speakers, the studio, or the network. The opening and closing music for the show is Denial by Dark Shadows. No copyright infringement towards any of the topics we discussed was intended. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. I think, well, it's going to be... Are they going to... No, they're going to change it. They better change it. Yeah, Yeah, because I don't... That's going to be rather... It is so revealing, too revealing, so revealing, too revealing. You almost see Snatch. Oh, wow, that ended badly. Okay, you can edit that out. Yeah. Should I? Yeah. Bloopers. All those... Yeah, bloopers. (laughs) All those in favour say aye. Aye. (laughs) Even I said, I, the, I don't nobody, know anymore. You happening. don't know anymore. You want to keep I was it reading in. the run sheet. Oh. I don't know what's happening. Okay. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. We're not reviewing Kardashians, are we? No. Um, <laughs>